Hemshech Hayim Beis, Volume One, we're up to Chapter One Thirty Nine, Page Two Sixty Eight, and the middle of Discourse Thirty Five. So now, we've been talking about two types of Yehudim, two types of unifications. One that maintains and is, let's put it this way, relates more to the parameters of existence. In the world of Meichen and Midis means how intellect relates to the Midis. Midis, as we've discussed, means um, not just emotions, but also inclinations, applications. So Midis comes to become a far more broader term. Like we said, midas is shayach la'zulas. Midas means you're already relating to something outside of yourself. Moichim, we learned, is far more internal. So when we say midas, we're really talking about a relationship to existence. In Atzilus itself. And this is called the yuchud of Yisrael Saba Etfuna, which is essentially Chachma Bina Ab Ve'ima Tatoyin. Why is it Tatoin? Because it's relating already to Zoh, to the Midas. It's initially, it's the Midas, the, the inclinations within the mind, but it also will begin also to be the source of the emotions and, and the Midas as they are, the faculties as they are in their own state of being. Lower than that is Yisrael Zuta and Yaakov, but Yisrael Saba and Tfuna, which is the Midas in Meichen, then in the He in Abba and Ima, the He meaning even more applying itself to the student, the is the way to convey it. So clearly, we see it's not intellect on its own, it's the way it's relating to something outside of itself. Like he says, Dover HaNivdal Mimeno. And then, the last chapter, um, in the last two chapters, he moved even further and said, now, and went to the second Yehud, that based on the Priyetz Chaim, that Yisrael Sabbat Fun is really the hay, because it's Bina, Bina already in so if, so if Nehi and Chachman Bina in, in within is closer to so-called relationship to something be outside of itself, so between Chachman Bina, Bina is closer to what's outside of itself because it's already comprehension, and Chachman is more intimate and internal. So he says that this is the Yud and the He. So Yisrael Sabbat Fun is the He. So even Yisrael Sabbat, which is Chachman, is also really through the lens of Bina. That's what he said. It's already how the Yud is Nichlal in the Hay. And then we come to Yichud Abavima Ilain. The higher, supernal, so to speak, Abavima, how they are really purely on their own. Intellect that it's on, on its own, which means no relationship with anything outside of itself. You can't say no, but far more removed. And that's the Yud. And the Yud also has a Hay, it also has a Bina. But now it's Bina and it's Abavima as they stand. Um, above the, the relationship to be well, and he explained that's the atzilus shabbatzilus, whereas the second one is bria shabbatzilus, which also implies atzilus shabbatzilus is far more within, and bria shabbatzilus, which explained at length, that's atzmus hachachma, the core chachma, is relates far more to the source, all the way to the chachma of the ten hidden spheres, and even deeper than that. One second. Yeah, good. Um, 
And the last chapter, he went to give us a taste of what means Hasogus HaMuhus, which is this so-called inner core essence of Chachma. What is it like? Though we can't fully understand it today. A little Ephes could say, he wants to give us a little taste. So his example was of the Nekudus Ha, as he called it, the Kudus HaSkola, the resonating element. That is a, that is still in the world of Seichel, but it's something above Seichel. So he senses a, a, convicted, a conviction, as Vertem Recht, and that sense. So there is an element of Seichel, but there's an element of beyond Seichel. So he wants to show, as I said, we're moving now to a level that is not related to the lower levels, it's related to higher levels. So this conviction, this resonance, when you don't fully comprehend it yet, where does it come from? So clearly it's coming from something, as he puts it, a very powerful expression. What is the dominating force is that conviction. And then comes another stage as it comes into, because at that point he doesn't yet comprehend it. He just senses a certain truth. Then he speaks about how, once it comes into Asaga, it moves away from that place. Or better said, it's concealed, that Hanukkah But then when you come to the conclusion of Bina, and all we're still talking all in the core concept here. We're not talking about how it relates to applications afterwards. Which is me this you know, like we spoke earlier, like the like when you were already coming to the conclusion of a process. So Savit Fun is the conclusion of a process, the midis, whether you're gonna to lean toward Isr, Khus or Din. But here we're talking within the when it comes to a conclusion which is called the summary in the Kudus Tamsis, and that already has a connection to the that resonating point. It's now, however, already internalized. Before it wasn't internalized. Now it's internalized. So basically it's the yichud of Chachman Bina Ilain, because it's Nukud de Behechla. The Nukud of Chachman has now a resting place. It has its chamber. And the last line was Meitzer Yam, Meitzer, and Meitzer Mi. Meitzer Mi is Bina, Meitzer Yam is Yama Chachma, and there's a connection. It doesn't explain it, it just says there's this connection. I went back to this piece that I think you may be right. So far, it may be the closest thing. When he says, Hisamtus, the Chachma, because the last place where he used that expression was in Saul Sabin Tfuna, actually a lower level. And there he used the expression, where did he use it? Right here. He may be trying to, Bavarin, trying to answer a question. Because if you recall, when he spoke on the lower level, Yisrael Sabin Tfuna, he said that there, there's also the pure idea. But Yisrael Sabin Tfuna is how the idea, he spoke about the Etzim Hamech in there. And then he says, then the Seichel Hamate Klapi Chesed. He spoke the second interpretation, what means Midrash Shebemechen. He says it's not his Spilus Sichli, right? He was speaking about the Netias. And he goes into the whole discussion there how that the etzim seichel you don't really have yet an inclination. You're know, just reviewing the subject in every angle possible. But then comes a point where you begin to have an inclination. And to the point that explain clearly, we're not talking emotions, it's intelligence, but it's an intelligence after a long process of contemplation, you come to conclusion this person merits. So it's an intellectual conclusion. It's, an, it's chesed as a result of a seichel. No, your seichel is mechaiv, your, your research and your comprehension is, is, compels you to say, this person merited. 
So you have a chesed shebemeichin. That was Yisrael Saben Tfuna. But then, but then the question is, what's the difference between the nihi of chokhmah and the nihi of bina? In that case, again, so we're not talking that some seichel now. We're talking as an inclination. So he said the difference is. I'm just going over that because I think that may be his question. What he's trying to uh, so-called qualify bavon. So he says like this. I'm reading the bottom of two sixty-two. But he can't. And in Bina, he can actually explain it. So here's the question now. Here's the question. We, there, Chochma is not a developed idea. Chochma is the, the spark of the idea. And yet we're saying there's a Samtas there, there's a certain inclination that this person is zeicher, is merits it or is does not merit chesed gvura. How is that different than what we're talking here, where the mind has a certain resonating element? There clearly it's a lower level in chachma. It's already nihi of chachma. Here you're talking, it's it's chachma of chachma or whatever, the core chachma. So clearly, what's the difference? Notice what's the difference in shasik rav and what we're talking about here. That's what it looks like he's trying to qualify. So that's why he's saying, I'm saying that so when he says, so that's what, let's just go over to that word. I mean, I'm assuming, I'm not sure because it's very short, but he says, and let's say add, which leads to an etiyatachestengvurahashvus. In other words, in Chachma itself, there's two types of, uh, there's levels. I don't really understand the difference because I don't understand how Chachma can come to a type of Yisyashvus without Bina. He made it very clear there's no Yisyashvus. But I guess you can say that maybe what he really means there is that there's Chachma and Bina, but the Chachma part is sensing it without really explaining. And the Bina part can explain it. Even though I don't know exactly how to... now, in other words, the resonance we're talking about here is almost is, is far higher than the Samtas there. Why is it higher? Because here he said clearly that a person he's not yet before he says before he's not yet understand the, the idea at all, and yet he senses a, a, a certain truth. By Shasik Rav, that's not the case. They're the opposite. He went through it. He studied it, and his mind has compelled him to Chesed. It's a whole different type of. Um, that's the end of the process. Except the, what the, we have to understand what's the end of the. I mean, the question is really not in this chapter. The question is back there. What is the samtus mitzad chachma as opposed to bina? But the bottom line is clearly there. It's, it's, it's the end of a, of a logical process, and here it's at the beginning of the process. Mitzad chachma bina the tamsis. The summary is the end. But here the hanoch is before because he says clearly when he starts thinking about it, he sees he doesn't get it yet even though he senses truth. So I guess what he's saying is that here he's talking about the sense of truth right in the beginning of a process. You just sense something, and then comes the process of trying to understand it. And there, it's almost like, it's almost like I mean, 
you almost you almost want to say that a judge or someone should not be having this type of sensation because then what, what is it based on? He didn't hear any witnesses. He didn't hear any. He didn't process it. But nevertheless, there is such a concept where a person has a certain conviction. You know, you hear something, you have a certain conviction. But there, he's talking about a more legal process where you go through the whole process, and there. So, so the distinction is clear. It's, I'm, I'm saying I'm 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 agreeing with you. Okay, I didn't say it wasn't. I just said I didn't know how it comes in here. Now I realize that he's trying to qualify because it is relevant here. Because it's almost like someone reads this and says, "One second, this sounds awfully similar to Shasik Rav." And Shasik Rav is Yisrael Sab, not uh, not Chachma Etzbe Etzim. The same process, but we know the truth. But that's Chachma, not Bi'ah. Yes, the truth. It's Chachma Shalachachma. No, Samtus is not Chachma Shalachachma. Samtus is Nehi of Abba, Nehi of Chachma. I don't know what it says. You, you, I, I know what, what I've learned till now. And I looked ahead. And, it's and fine. It's mommy, it's, what I think no, no, no. But, 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 what but, I think he's talking about, if you don't mind, what I think he's talking about is after the process of Thomas Sabina, and this is what I remember from learning previously, after the process of Thomas Sabina, then you go back up into Chachma. Now that's where you find his Thomas Sabina. I don't want to go there because I've not learned that yet. There's no, I, I, you, know, you may be ahead of the game. What I'm saying now is based on how I understand where we are right now and what he's trying to qualify here. But that would explain what I said would explain. No, but I'm I'm, but I'm say, well, you can say his yashus in in um, in in this Hamsus the Hoffman. I don't what you said now doesn't make sense to me, by the way, just now. If the Rebbe Rashab says it we'll deal with it. What you just said now I don't really relate to, just for the record. But that doesn't mean anything. That's you say it's from here. So if it's gonna be here it's gonna come, right? So we'll get there. There's no reason to jump the gun. I'm just saying right now that to me, that's what it qualifies, because that question is a very obvious question. There, there's also a, a type of resonance. The thing that, as I said, I just want to repeat, what I don't understand completely is how from Chochmah you can come to any type of Midah, uh, um, when Chochmah is not a process, it's only a, a flash. And yet he still calls it a Samtus of Chochmah, back by, by Shosh I'm just that, that to me, I'm not really clear completely. Unless he's saying, as I said, it's after the Bina and it's with Sad Chachma. Let me just see a second. Like almost similar to what he said about Klesh Yitzis. It's the seeds are there in Chachma, but they don't come to full manifestation how to explain it to a student without Niklet, without it being retained by you. So it could be the same thing as there. In other words, Rav, Shasik Rav, he also went through Bina. It wasn't just uh, he had a flash. But there's something that remained, the Chachmah, the Midas of the Chachmah remain ab- above him being, being able to fully explain it. That's how I probably would say. So that's what it's like, like that. Like similar to the resonance, but it's on a far lower level. Because there he says it is Isyashvus. No, if it's Yisashvus, it can't be a higher level. After it's gone through the process of Bina. That's already low, so that's a lower level. You, in the sense that's after the process. After you finish Bina, then you go back up and back. Oh, that, that, yeah, if, if someone says that, he doesn't say that here. Here he's going like this. He's not going back. 
mean after the summary we'll see let's see let's see if if it, if, if he says it i'm not going to fight with it on the contrary let's continue on in other words it's not it's not true it's not correct you keep saying things like this that i it makes me crazy there are level there's real distinctions it's not true some things are not essential you make it sound like even when you don't understand you understand what does that mean there are different levels of fishyasis. Yeah, but there are times that you don't understand something, and it's not fishyasis. I understand everything, but I said at each level, there's a, there's a... Yeah, but he's not saying that. He's saying clearly that this resonance does not have fishyasis. He says it, says it. It's not my words. So why would we try to force that to say opposite? The lack of fishyasis means that it's not explainable. Whatever, but, it's, but the, the words he uses here, there's no fishyasis. He says... How do you define fishyasis? Can we define his ashes? I explained it, yeah. He, no, he can't comprehend it. He he just, he says, I said comprehend. I used the word intentionally. Okay. He doesn't have a song. He says, he said he elaborated. He said he has a sense, and then when he tries to... I gave you an example yesterday. People say, yeah, I, I sense something, and then someone says, okay, tell it to me, and you right. can't say a word. Mm-hmm. That means there's no ashes. That means it's not yours. I mean, that's, that's the simplest explanation. What you're trying to say is that Obviously, every experience is an experience. Even Chochmah is, is a, but he's not qualifying that. You're saying that if, as soon as it comes to your head, there's already something compared to when it wasn't there. That's what you're suggesting. But then when you do that, you you, you blur the line. Then then once, so how do you distinguish Chochmah and Bina? You know what I'm saying? Hello. I I look. Um, everything, every everything is everything. It's not going to help understand I and base. You want to have distinctions. There are clear distinctions between one level and the next. It's the bottom line. Or else the whole thing falls apart. You could say the others also brought a yichud chadash. So then, what man terror accomplish? It's all relative. It's not relative. There's a real difference. They bring it in the structure of existence. This is beyond the structure. No, actually, we're not trying to blur it. It, it. it would be like this: we live in a world of structures. We want switches that connect. If you start blurring the switches, you're not going to have an integrated circuit. You're going to have destruction, annihilation. You want to have the structure of existence intact. So you first have to have clear delineation. Then you create channels that connect one to the next. Look at a healthy human being. Okay, Would you like to blur the line between, let's say, the windpipe and the food pipe? No, no, I didn't mean that. I mean, right? I what you're saying. The and then, when you when, when you don't blur the line, then they work together. I didn't say they don't, can't work together, but they, they have, they, the, the key here is there has to be true diversity here for this. Right, exactly. How many within diversity? And you see, look, let, I'm, I'm specifically using a physical example. If the heart valves don't close when they should close, God forbid, etc., etc. Yeah. So you, you, the Rebbe often would say an expression which was very beautiful. He used to say, if you want to be ma'achet, you first have to have havdala. Havdala ben Shabbos. You say havdala. Hamavdil ben chedesh lechel. What do you mean mavdil? It's all God. Same God that created chedesh, created chel. But Havdallah is not coming to say that there's less God. Havdallah is coming to say that the God wants a real structure. And when you know this is Shabbos and this is Chil, then this is Shabbos, this is profane, and this is holy, then you can bring the holiness, can begin to become, can enter the, the, the Chil. If you don't make this distinction, you, what you're having is just blurring the lines and you don't have anything. The Kedish will be compromised, the Chil will be compromised. There's a real Havdallah. 
They're real lines that were drawn that God created. This is the Kayach HaGvul. It's not a joke. Kayach HaGvul is not an illusionary uh, power. He created real Gvul. Real Hagbalas. The sea has a place, Atkan. It has a boundary. It can't go on the land. And that's it. And if it goes on the land, there's destruction. I mean, this is not meant to to eliminate the unity that's within, etc. It's meant to understand that God is not bound by cloning. We don't have to all be the same to be connected to Hashem Echad. The Hashem Echad can manifest in infinite different possibilities, and then there's an integral unity behind it all. We've had this. I, the reason I'm adamant about it is because we go back to the quantum. I told you many times, Chassidus goes beyond quantum. Quantum comes to say that it's all connected. And Chassidus comes to say that it's still distinguished and still connected. It's even a bigger paradox than quantum mechanics. I've spoken about this with some quantum theorists. This, they, this part they can't even relate to. Because this is the problem. But see, the problem, quantum mechanics works only on the microscopic level, not on the macroscopic. Nobody can reconcile that. So this is completely reconcilable because God, both realities are God's. One is Kayach one is Kayach You can say quantum is much more Kayach where the field of energy, everything is one field of energy, but God also has the power to manifest it in a structure. So, it's true, scientists first started with the structure, then they came to realize beyond structure, and then there's a third step, that beyond structure can end up in structure. You follow what I just said? That's the key. That last step is the thing that no, that nobody what this explains well. That's why a mitzvah. Because if you're going into to the quantum realities of the field of energy, who really cares? You, 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 you do a sheer mitzvah, chazayas, not a chazayas, a crumb on Pesach, a switch on Shabbos, who cares? You're in the field of energy. A little detail matters. The answer is yeah, because God is not bound by blikvul either. In, in, the, in the detail, you got to have the whole bligvul. That's 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 the hardest. Uh, that's, this last step is the hardest one for people to relate to because anyone that's in the field of energy, the, the details are trivial. A detail ahead, detail ahead. But 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 it, uh, they happen to be critical in the big picture. Chachman bina is in microcosm what we're talking about. Chachman is more bligvul here, and bina is more gvul. And yes, of course, he wants them to meet. That's the interface. But you can't begin with the meeting without first distinguishing. Yeah, well, okay. yep. And if you just go into the abstraction of it, it'll just become it'll become blurred. You want to have it very as 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 structured as possible, but then you can really appreciate what the interface accomplishes. That's why I say with Aved, in in mathematics, you can have it all figured out. Okay, being here, Chachma here, blah blah. Here's a which now they're connected. But when you work on it yourself, that's why I use the windpipe and the airpipe. It's not so simple. We live in a very finite world. You need to pay your bills today. You have to eat. You have to sleep. You have limitations that are not... You can't just say, I'm in, I'm in the world of Eir Abligvul, even though this class sometimes just gives us a taste of it. You know? Beyond schedule, etc., etc. This is man. Today is Wednesday, not Thursday. And, and, and you do... Uh, and over of bottle carbone. Explain that one. If it's all the Milam is man, who cares? So you, you bring tomorrow, you put on film tomorrow for two days. Time, what's time? Time is is, is, a, is a very very mundane... Uh, it's all the Milam is man. Atzillus is here all the time. And, no, and a real halachas. I'm not talking about giving in to so-called human uh, weakness. You know, the human people live in this world, so they have to respect time. You know, like that. You're talking about real halachas. Over zmani, but l'karboni. The time passes, you can't dive in mincha at a certain time. That's it, it's over. I, God, is, is here all the time. Why, suddenly he can't hear a mincha? In the middle of the night. What's what's the problem? 
you know, what's, 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 because in the mysterious way, the structure has meaning. He wants the structure. We don't fully, can't fully understand it. But, I'm, I mean, I'm just, so that's why I'm you know, very adamant not to just make everything everything, because then you destroy the, the whole point of the structure. You know? But, but there is a similar process. I mean, it's a, it's a similar process. It's like it's Chachman Bina within Chachman. I mean, he told it many, many times. And Listen, there's microcosm, macrocosm right, right, all the right, time. Right. Yes, so correct. That's, I think that's what we're basically dealing with right here. No, but he's not saying that here. No. When he wants to say it, he says it. He's not bashful. See, you see, there are times where he says that. There are times where he'll say, if you remember, that everything we just learned now is also a Malchus of Atzilus. Remember that. Or everything we said now is not so, like he said, Chochmah is all the way in the Chochmah of the Ten Hidden Spheres. The Rebbe Rashab says it when he wants to say it. When he doesn't want to say it, because he's now looking at, dissecting it, and wants to make the distinctions. Obviously there is a Kiskalus, but, but, it's, but it's not the same thing. It, to say the Bina within Chochmah is like the Bina, is like the Bina within Bina, is not at all the same thing. It's very different realities. That's like saying you have similar cells in your brain as you have in your heart. But this is a heart, that's a brain, that's that. The heart is not the brain. So yes, cut to the, cut to the deepest core, there's the fundamental similarities in all our DNA. And they're embedded everywhere, you know, like... But then there's, then there's the distinction. It's not a contradiction, I don't see the contradiction. It just depends what you're focusing on. Look, it's far easier. When I, maybe, when I was learning this, when I was far younger, I used to remember, it's to say to myself, you know, this pusuk, that pusuk, it's the same in Yanim everywhere, they're just fitting it into different pusukim. And I used to say to myself, oh, the pusuk, I used to skip the pusukim many times. Like the mime, the beginning of a mime and so on, you learn it. Because the pusuk was like, not that it was, God forbid, I didn't see it as trivial. I saw it as like, you know, the passport, as they would call it. So the way to get into the subject. So you start with a pusuk and ask questions. Then the more I started learning, then I realized that, on the contrary, you look at the end of the Maimon, the beginning, is a depth. The Pasuk actually is a channel to really relate to it. First of all, it's grounded in, in Taita Shebeksav, in, in Taita, written. And also, the, it's, it's, uh, the details do matter. The details give you a different uh, perspective on, on, the, on, the, on the big picture. You can say, Okay, I can find the concept of Dira B'Takhtenim in every Pasuk in Taita. But that, that, that's laziness, really. You're going right to the chase, to the concept. And truth is, in this pasuk has this nuance, and this is a different detail. And the details do matter. And I remember myself really going through this process. So today it's a whole different world. Today I look specifically in the pasukim because the diuk in the pasuk helps understand a nuance in the skull of it, in the context, the concept, not just fitting it into the pasuk. Isn't that funny? Because you have to be up to this part of the Torah in time. And he was up to this uh, stage of the speaking. I mean, uh, uh, no, because you listen, you can find anything in any pasuk. It's yeah, correct. I mean, yeah, but once they do, listen. When a person, I could tell like this: if 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 right now a Talmud Chacham makes a connection between, let's say, today Wednesday and what we're learning with a pasuk and Teda, and an Amoritz makes a connection, there's going to be a difference. One is going to put together like a, a vant savant, you know, like you know, two, like, you know, that, that that it may even fit. But it's not a person who knows Teda reads a pasuk. He reads a pasuk differently, and it's not just forced. It's true. I, I I agree. I understand. I understand. It could have been a different pasuk. You could have. But 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 nevertheless, whatever pasuk would be, it's in the pasuk. I'm not suggesting that everything is hidden in the first opening. I'm saying is that in general, when you look at this, 
the psukim and the and the particular details actually give you a, a different richness. Which They're not just the same idea repeated mass, and just fit into a bunch of different stuff. That's not what I'm addressing now. I'm, I'm, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm trying to say is that the different psukim, as they explain them, actually give different elements of the concept. They're not just this, it's, 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 it's not just taking the same sukim and they, they, you know, they're colorless and you fit them into right. the, the same colored cups. The, 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 the sukim themselves have different uh, truths, so to speak. Okay, let's continue. Kuflamitas. Let's see, look. He hasn't spelled it all out, the whole process. We have elements of it. You know, we have now that the, the Chochmah, the resonance, we have it comes into Hasoge, comprehension, we have the Nekudah Satamtsis, the summary. We have what we learned earlier, Yisrael Sabbat Tfuna, Hamoichen goes into Midas. He hasn't, yet, he hasn't yet really given us all the whole picture. Maybe that's where we're going here. I hope he does. Because as I said, this is the process. This in microcosm, in Atzillus, is what's going on in macrocosm, the whole Ishtalshlus, which is the, the connection between Meichin and Midas is essentially the connection between the Er La'atzmai and the Er Lezulas. That's what it really comes down to. So on a higher level, it's just purely energy. The energy to himself and the energy to outwards. In the, in the, in the human fa- in the faculties, it's Meichin and Midas. And you see that you, see that you can see very clearly, because he's using the words Nifrid Memenu, La'atzmai, you know, the, the idea is very clear. He saw and he, and he moved his way up. I mean, yeah. he, even though it was Kabbalistic, but if you start thinking, it really has a very Yaakov, Yisrael Zuta, Yisrael Saba, Tfuna, yeah. and now And it's really beautiful, you know, intellect on its own. That's where we are right now. And now within that, Chochmah Bina. That's essentially what he's right now addressing. In the next book, he goes up in parallel with, 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 with the davening and Mira. I mean, the, all these concepts. Amazing. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like every, every, everything is every, every, Yeah. Yeah. So here we go. Chapter Kufa Metas, 139, bottom of 268. And this that we just said. Remember we said that um, Primis Bina connects with Primis, with the Kudus HaChachma, and the Kudus HaChachma. So you have a, a point or a germ within its chamber. So you have this type of unity between Chochmah Bina. It's called Metsuyah Metsuyah. So he says to understand the Indian of Nikra, what, what is called Metsuyah Metsuyah, which was Chochmah Bina. Yuvan Zal Al-Derech Moshal will understand this as an, for, with an example of a B'mashpiyah B'mekabal. A teacher and student or a transmitter and a recipient. Sometimes Rav and Talmud is used. That's teacher-student. Mashpia Makabal is often also Mashpia, someone who's... But Mashpia Makabal could also be Ish and Isha, and a husband and wife, not just uh, Rav and Talmud. Mashpia Makabal. Yes, but the Gamkin Chitzayin is supremis. Okay, in Mashpia Makabal, there's also an outer and an inner. What's the Gamkain? Because remember, we've been talking everything here about Yichud Chachm Abba Ve'ima Tatoin, which is more Chetseinis Chachm Abina, and Yichud Abba Ve'ima Yilon, which is more Primis Avin. We've also been talking about the Kav. The Kav, Chetseinis Akav, Primis Akav. So you see here, there's two tracks going on here, the Yichud for the Elamis, 
for maintenance, Lekichut Chutseni, and Yichud Panimi. That was the words, I think, almost of the Padis, right? It doesn't say Yichud Chutseni, Yichud Panimi, but sometimes that's what it says. Yichud Chutseni, Yichud Panimi. It's very interesting. Okay. So there's two types of Yichudim here. So he says the Now What's the chitzeni? Is the outer, the more or less called superficial or outer dimension, and that's when the makabel, the recipient hears only the chitzeni sasechel, only the outer dimension of the of the idea, of the concept of the intelligence. And here's the, how they're presented. How the ideas are presented in Seichel and the Chetzeni's Dika level. I'm not sure what that means. I mean, there's a lot of ways to explain that, but let's see how he's going here and we'll see. What does that Chetzeni's mean? That all Kolin Yoni of the Makabal, all, all his, his, his entire, uh, let's call it, investment here, is in order to receive the muscle, to receive the concept, the idea, the way it's comprehended in the garments of comprehension. And it does not descend, it's not when you say it means reach. He's not reaching Yered here, in other words, doesn't mean yirida per se. It means reaching, achieving. Or also, yeah, going, penetrating. The to the ultimate purpose of knowing tachlis hakavon, the ultimate purpose with tamtis hamusig and the and the summation of the of the comprehension of the idea. Ah, so that's what means chutzen So in other words, it's what I sometimes tell say here. You could learn a piece. And understand what it says, but you're not reading the flow. You're not reading the beginning, where is he going with it, and so on. So you're understanding uh, a paragraph, you're understanding a chapter. And then there's going to the big picture here, so to speak. The Tachlos HaKavona and the Tamtsis Hamusig. So sometimes a person, like you can win a battle and lose a war, sometimes you can get a subject but lose the whole concept. So you could, because you're not really, you lost context or whatever it may be. That's what he's calling Chutzeni Sasechel here. That's from the perspective of the Makabal. Where is he going with this? I'm not sure yet, but we'll uh, we'll let it un- we'll let it uh, develop. No, I mean, it's, it's clear that he's, he's going to explain what he's saying here. Bina Chochma. Mm-hmm. That's from the perspective of the Makabal. Now, Gama also from the perspective of the Mashpia. What he's transmitting is not transmitting them, is not transmitting the depth of the idea. He's giving him the the basic concept. Not only the external element of it. I can give some examples, but I want to first read it till the end before we give an example of a seichel where you give the chitzenius and not the panimius. And when the recipient asks a question, asks something to the mashpia, in that in that idea that is being conveyed, his question will only be in the surface of the subject. 
Hamashpia Meshivlei. It's interesting, it doesn't say Vamashpia. It's like he's telling a story. And the Mashpia Meshivlei, and the Mashpia responds to him. Mashaboloi Bashkofadashena. What comes to him ostensibly at first glance, Hanikra Muskladishan. Which is called Muskladishan. It's called like the first thought. Muskladishan is usually axioms. Does it mean something else here? Which means what came to him, what what arose in his mind at first glance, in his first response, which is only the external element of the idea. Okay, yeah, this is not muskulation that we usually say. Muskulation is uh, is often a reference to axioms. It's actually considered to be very fundamental. Here he's using it a bit differently, unless he means the same thing. But muskulishin usually is axioms. Like, you know, muskul muskulus rishenis. You establish, here are my assumptions. Mm-hmm. And based on that, we're going to discuss so and so. But here he's speaking it more in terms of like an order. Yeah. That in other words, the, 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 the whole, remember, the, the student is receiving only, is not, is not getting to the emek and tachlis, just understanding the idea that's being said right. It's a piece of an idea. The mashpia is also only teaching him not from the depth, but the chutzenius. And when he asks something, the question is a super is a surface level question, and the answer is a surface level answer. That's what he's saying here. The first answer, whatever you know, the first like quick answer, so to speak. He's not giving him a fundamental answer that deals with the whole picture because he's not, they're not addressing the whole picture. I, I have some examples, but I want I don't want to go there till I want to finish this and see exactly it. And he doesn't make an effort to reveal to him the depth and the inner dimensions of the subject matter. That's chitzeni. That's chitzenius. Okay, that's the yichud chitzenius of Chochem and Bina. That's clear. Okay, let me give an example because he didn't get, get to the premius. We'll just give an example and hopefully it's consistent. And if not... I'll correct myself later. <laughs> uh, I don't like to do it, but I think it's just helpful to understand. I mean, the best way to relate to this is if you find something that you're an expert in. You know, hopefully everybody here is an expert in something. Okay. Some people are experts in worrying, in anxiety. Um, it's also there's, a, you know. Right. I have a guy in my class, his name is Philip Namworth. He's a very knowledgeable guy. When I met him, he was Hindu. Today, he's a very um, scholarly Jew, very. And uh, so he's, a, he's a singer songwriter. So he has a song, My Mission is to Worry. You know, my soul was sent. Basically, his soul was sent down to worry. It's a very funny song. He has some great lines. He has a line there. I worry about being fired, though I wasn't even hired. You know, that type of... You you relate to that? (laughs) 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 He he loves this stuff. He's he's a real great, great neshama. Um, So, uh, going back, okay. So, why am I saying expertise? Yeah. Um, My expertise, he looks a little like Woody Allen's face. Um, he's a very funny guy, very like you know, it's interesting. That's okay. The reason I said expertise, because I'm trying to create an example that we can relate to. As you, as you know, I loathe turning this into mathematical formulas. 
you have to find ways to hold on to this that you relate to. It's the whole point of Chassidus. So, if you're an expert in a particular area, and let's say you're teaching a class, uh, I mean, it could be let, let's say beginners. You could not necessarily beginners, but beginners would make it, make it easier to understand. So you're giving a certain overview, certain ideas. No way you can give in a class an hour or even a course uh, everything you've learned. I don't just mean the details. I mean the Elal Kolana, you know, the the synergetic conclusions you've come to that can only come when you learn over the years and the resonates. And But you're giving them a taste of it. And you're, so being an expert, whatever you're saying is accurate. There's no distortions. But you're giving a taste of whatever that subject matter is. Let's say an introduction to chassidus, someone who's never learned chassidus. Introduction to medicine. Introduction to physics. So you're giving them an idea. The idea is a, is a full concept. It's a, it's, a, it's a bona fide, legitimate idea. But the Makabal is receiving, as he says, let's just use the words, he's receiving the Seichel. He's not able to penetrate to reach the ultimate purpose. Like, what does this wisdom really teach us? Um, what is its, um, what's the summary of the whole, of all of Chassidus? What's the punchline, so to speak? And also the Mashpia is not giving him all that depth. He's giving him a, an overview, Chachenius. Uh, so when the student asks a question in this type of class, right, what the question is going to be something based on what was taught. It's not going to be necessarily... It's only And the Mashpi is going to answer him what he needs to hear right now. He's not going to say to him, look, your question brings up a whole bunch of things and let's not go into the depth of it. He's going to give him an answer that's satisfactory for now. And then there's a whole other dimension. It's like an answer that... It's a good answer, it's a fine answer for now, but one day when he will come to really understand the premise of the Indian he realized there's a far deeper answer, far bigger picture. That's why far, often, very often, I mean, I, I've been, I've been, uh, what's the word for it? I've been guilty of this more than once. You have to really learn how to discipline yourself. Sometimes people ask me a question about something, in my classes, whatever. And I always, tend, always lean toward going to the root and not giving them a superficial answer. Now, I, I don't mean a false answer, but like a superficial one, you know. I mean, and I always say, like, like people ask me, what, what's this thing with the Torah about women and men? Isha, women can't have aliyahs, they can't be aiders, there's the whole list, you know, there's a whole list. So there's one way to answer, you give them an answer to the immediate question. I, I never like to go there, because I know that every answer I'm going to give, there's going to be a thousand other questions. So I say, to answer this, we've got to go to a whole bunch of introductions. You know, like that type of thing. That's going deeper into it, which sometimes people are not ready for that yet. So it's a kunz. How do you give an answer that's not really yet the complete answer? Because there's some controversial questions, especially that you really need to go to the tachlis of the Indian to really answer properly. And then when you understand it, all the, all, it'll answer automatically hundreds of questions. I mean, you understand what I'm saying. But there is definitely two approaches. There's a way to answer a question without necessarily giving you the whole foundation. Now you know the foundation. All questions are automatically answered. Answer the women and men... It's, it's, I, I, I tend not to go there because it's, it's too, to me, I don't want to give a pat answer that will right away just bring up another question. Because I also, also don't want to patronize them, give them a cute answer. When it comes to controversial things, for me, I, I, I always lean towards saying this needs much more discussion. I'll give you a few pointers. And I, and I, will, I, 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 I don't mind people saying that I'm being evasive because I know it's topics that 
I don't like band-aid answers. I, to me, they're, 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 you know, I'm not, any, any question that's controversial topics, you have to go back to core subject matter. I always think to them that they don't need it. Okay, and and, and they accept this answer. Sometimes. Well, I don't, I don't feel on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. I find most intelligent women hate this answer. They see it as patronizing. They say, "Yeah, yeah, we're higher than it all, right?" I've had that before. I even say it. People say, "So you're going to tell me now we're higher than it all?" Okay. So you know. Okay, so then in other words, that's why you're like a servant. So Leosani Isha, Leosani Goy, Leosani Evid. They're all higher than it all. That's, is that the next line? Uh-huh. So, so you see, it gets more complicated if you really get into it. Um, the point I'm trying to make is that I just want to give an example how you can deal with something. We're dealing with the subject right now. And then there's dealing with it on a more fundamental level. Look, a lot of times a beginner student will ask a question that's a key question and forces you to go deeper. But you still then, you can't teach the whole Torah standing on one foot. You have to answer what you're able to, and then add that there's more to, more to the subject, and we'll address it further as we go. That's this. However, in contrast, the inner Yichud, that the recipient, when he hears something from his teacher, in Yoni Hu his, his interest here in Yoni, yeah, is to hear not just the idea that was stated, but to to really um, perceive, to understand this, the Kudus Tamsis, the whole, the bottom, this real summary of the Eir HaShefa, of the transmitted energy, the Tachlis Kavonis, and the ultimate purpose of the teacher in this subject matter. Like we said before about... Kavonis here, I don't think it's purpose. Kavonis means... No, Kavonis, not purpose of existence. Kavonis, purpose of the teacher's... Kavonis of the of the Seichel. Yeah, 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 like he said before. Look at line 4. Tachlis HaKavonis, Vitamsis HaMusik. Yeah, Tachlis HaKavonis of the idea. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant by purpose. Intention. Uh, like he said in the last chapter, remember he said about... When you reach age 40, actually it was two, cha- where was it? Cha- two chapters ago, right? Yeah. We said, with the kav, the primis kav. So what did he say? You're getting an energy, but within it, this derech is a summary of everything. So you could either be learning the chetzenius kav, which is what you're getting right now, or you could be recognizing, discerning in it, what is it really coming to, to, to bring to me? Oh, this is a very interesting. Let's, I'll give a good example from the Maimarim itself. We're learning about Chochmah Bina now. So remember, back a while back I said, is Chochmah Bina just an example, or is it actually in the Indian itself? So if you learn Chetzenia, you could say it's an example. It's an example to understand the structure of existence. It's an example to understand the higher Yichud. But if you really learn the Tachos HaKavonah from Ayin Beis, you see Chochmah Bina is the interface itself on a lower level. And a completely different reichkeit, a different type of appreciation of the concepts here. When you realize the example he's giving is actually the the switches themselves on a, on the level on a lower level. That would be an example. Now, if someone learned only the chachma being a part and get a kind of way in understanding what is chachma being a great, they're not wrong, but they only have the so-called a, a segment of the idea. Right, right. 
So there we go. So now we're talking the Yichud Pnimi. To come to this deeper appreciation of the Kavona, of the inner meaning, the inner purpose, the inner intention of the teacher's ideas, you need to have a Tzimtzum. Hmm. Right. Okay, let's see where he's going. That he limits and constricts. Makavitz means like when a person curls up. Makavitz atzmei is shrink. Yeah, shrivel. Yeah, but here he means makavitz. He means that he narrows, narrows himself. Like he he limits himself. Yeah, yeah. Makavitz focus. Yeah, focuses. The power of his comprehension. Yeah, I know it's a little counterintuitive, but let's see where he's going. Because in, because now, in the Hasagah Chitzenis, in the, uh, the outer comprehension of it, he didn't need, would not require the Kavitz Kayachasagish Lekim, who Basrach was the Kabbal Chitzenis in Levad. He didn't need that type of concentration. That's a good word, concentration. That's that's what I would say. Concentration. So it seems to me here is from the like, like. In other words, when you hear, like, if you're a smart person, you hear somebody say something. You know, how much do you really need to apply yourself? Total concentration. You don't need to be mitzamsi. You could like, you could be distracted a bit. Not that it's great, but you could hear something else, be distracted, and you pick up more or less because the chetzayin says seichel. He's bisachus means he's everywhere. It doesn't mean he's here breitkeit. He means here it's like he's expansive to receive the, only the external dimension of it. But if he wants to get the real deeper meaning, he misses one letter, one word. He can miss the whole point. If he wants to get the real hasoga primis behechlech. It behooves him. He has to. You say samtim v'yikav. It's kol keichasegosay that he mitzamtim. He concentrates and focuses and narrows all his power of comprehension. Sheti bli his pashtus reichav asoga klal klal. Oh man, this sounds like chazara big time. What we did. It's like shutting down the processor almost. Yeah. That's really what he's saying here. It was interesting how he used it. He has to, cl- he has to cl- completely believe pashtus reichav asoga klal klal. You know, he can't be thinking about other things at all. That's the point. The external idea, you can be thinking other things, and it fits in. Here, you really want to get to the bottom of it. You have to completely, completely take your mind, get rid of all other ideas. This sounds familiar. And completely, I'm glad that uh, Rabbi Rashab is saying it, not me. Uh, has different authority. He brings uh, <laughs> he says, without any expansion and expansion at all. He's the ultimate narrowness or boundary or confined, constricted. I know this is confusing because usually we hear Mezer Tzimtzum and you're talking about Tzoros, anxiety, you know, like that, uh, being constricted. But this is Meitzer Mitzrayim Mi. That's he's going back to Meitzer Mi and Meitzer Yam. Remember, he's talking here Mitzrayim of Gedusha. That's what he's leading to. Clearly, Meitzer. She needs Tachlus Hameitzer at Simsum. She needs Shirak Etzim Nekudis Kleya Sogushali. That the only thing that remains is the container to receive the, the idea. 
comprehension. Not, 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 it's not. In other words, it's not just uh, stretching yourself out and let me hear what you got to say. It's like this, this type of thing. Okay, yeah, tell me what you think. You know, it's like this. If I could put it in, in, in if I could do a theatrical uh, version of it, it's like right. Okay, you know, like really zooming, zeroing in, and I'm, I just want to hear exactly what is being said here, instead of a type of okay, you, you know, give it to me. <laughs> um, yeah, this is really what we did. That is my amazing concentrating exactly what was said without any distractions, without anything else coming in the way. Relating it to this, so that just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to get to the bottom of it. Without thinking prior to Right, right, right. 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 Yeah. You've been telling us for the last... Exactly. <laughs> okay, good. we got to remember which chapter. From now on, I'm not going to say it anymore. I'm just going to say, refer to chapter 139. Remember that, 139. You you go check out 139. Get back to me after you read it. Not directly like this. No, I would have we would have noticed because it's very Okay. I know I said. Where do you think I got it from? You think it's my ideas? I don't see anything of my own. I try to understand what it says here. Look, the, 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 but for me, the most biggest chus is, is to understand this, not to understand myself. When you, when you first got your bus- into that business, did they tell you that this? It wasn't a very big profitable business, just for the record. I mean, it was better than profits. That I can tell you. Too. No, 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 no. If, if you don't know this, you're not even in the, you're not even in the first base. First of all, nobody. Invites you in. You don't. You don't have to. You know, there's no membership dues, and there's no call. You either know how to do it, or you don't know how to do it. It's like uh, running a marathon. You, you can try to run, and it won't go. Where did you learn this from? Right? It came first with desire. I really wanted to do it. You know, first of all, it's it's really uh, valuing the Rebbe's <coughs> words, and recognizing that uh, you're not going to hear it again. Shabbos and Yanta, This is it. You don't remember it. It's over with. It'll never be documented. You know. But, so that 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 those are compelling elements. You have to really love what you're. The idea. If I wasn't, if I didn't care about that idea, I wouldn't do it. Why would you concentrate like that? You have to. You have to really be dedicated to it and really feel that it's worthy of such effort. If you had a sheer and zal before that, did you do something like this too? If I wanted to, I could. I could turn it on whenever I want. That yeah, I know how to do that, it. Before you even. No, not necessarily because I didn't respect the, the teachers. <laughs> You know, here and there. You know, I no, no, I, I was lazy. No, I, I, I went to Shiva, and I got away with. Uh, you know, I was able to came to te- test day. We we crammed. You know, you figure it out, like we all do. I wasn't a masmid type. I, I I don't I don't have the kabbal cell just to sit on a bench to learn just to learn. Uh, so it had to be something passionate for me. It's very, all, all connected to passion. Without the passion, there's nothing to talk about. Even if you have skills. Look at people with skills without passion. What happens to it? It, it? It's squandered. What do you do with it? There's no, there's no catalyst. There's nothing to ignite you. To me, that was a major thing. It's not that, no, don't trust me. That's not enough. You can have passion and not have skill. In, that, in, that, in my case, I was very intrigued by the process. I definitely was in the stage of Zabacha really wanting to absorb. And then, uh, then I just I did what it took. And uh, it, it became very clear to me. Now I speak about it, I can t- turn it into a science. I didn't, I didn't have it figured out. I just did what had to be done. It was just natural. I remember standing, it was, it was critical not to, not to allow yourself to get distracted. That's what I don't just mean by flies, by ideas. You could not let yourself 
take the idea and say, oh, wow, that's great, that answers all my questions about God and so on. That was suicide, literally. The more you appreciated what the Rebbe was saying, the worse it was for memory. I thought, I've said this here already. Because the processing, see, processing is about you. Absorbing is about the idea. As soon as you're processing it, I'm involved. And if I'm involved, you're not hearing the teacher anymore. At least not 100%, for sure not. I can tell you right now, I can see in the eyes, when I speak to people, I see right away what percentage, what attention you have. People don't know how to listen. It's not, not, it's not always because the speaker is good or not good. Obviously, if you're a good speaker, you're engaging. You can get people more attention than another person. But people are fundamentally not trained to listen properly. Number one, they don't have this passion to the idea. Why should they? You know, I'm not a Rebbe. I'm not just saying me. Why would they listen to you with such type of thing? That's number one. Number two, that no one ever taught them. No one ever taught them. I, I told you, I can give a workshop. I could tra- train people in one workshop to improve their memories 20% at least. When Guaranteed. Have, when are you having this workshop? <laughs> um, I could do it any time. Doing it right now? No, he's not. No, 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 no I'm not doing it now. I've given some pointers here. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the challenge is, the hardest thing you're going to find is, the smarter you are, the harder it is. Because the smart people are the ones that have so many ideas. You said you told them to read a page and then the smarter people... Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Re- reading a page and closing the book and trying to re- write down what you wrote, what you read, is a good beginning. I've never heard this exercise I've suggested. Is, is, if you want to do what he just said here, I'll give you right now an exercise and try it out. I've done this. I tell, I tell people, here's the exercise. Ex- here, no, this, is, this is a workshop right here, in a, a two-minute workshop. You don't have to do it right now. Do it on your own time. You don't need a, you don't need a supervisor. That's how brilliant it is. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's like obvious, but you see, suddenly real, real, you'll realize something about yourself that you don't have no clue. Because you have no clue how well... How, can you, are you a good listener? Do you know? You don't even know. How good of a listener are you? I, a person can't judge themselves. You have to ask people that, that, you, that you should be listening to. You ask your wife how good of a listener you are, you know. <laughs> and Or people, you know, you can't judge yourself. People say to me, I'm a good listener. I right away smile. I'm like, how do you really know that? Like, you know, where, who established that? You got, you got a PhD in listening? <laughs> you know? So here's the test. Here's a, a simple workshop. Take any book you like, any safer, anything. It doesn't matter. It can be Moby Dick, Lahav Chassidus, you name it. Something you read a million times, something you think you know by heart. I mean, better probably something that you don't really know by heart, literally. Because for the, but, but almost anything. Read one page and read it as many times as you like. From beginning to end. You know? It doesn't... It's so again, not quantity, but it's a page. I don't mean three lines. A page. The goal is that you're going to close the book and you're going to write on a piece of paper what you just read. It doesn't have to be word for word. I'm not talking about memorizing words. I'm not talking about like Tanya Balpeh. I'm talking about the ideas. What did you read? No chidushim. But I'm just asking you to convey what you read. And, uh, and you can, as I said, you can spend your whole day reading it. So what happens is, and I tried this, before we start, I always say to people, so what do you think percentage-wise you're going to capture? So everyone says 60 to 80 percent. Everybody. No one says 100. 60 to 80 is a common... Yeah, 60 80, most people say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 60 to 80 percent. I mean, people answer and they say. What happens actually? No one even reaches 60. They don't even reach 40. 40, maybe. Listen, listen, listen a second. The smarter the person, the faster they read it, and the right away they already finished the, the exercise because they're, you know, they're so overconfident. The smarter they are, the less they remember, the less they convey, 
And you can compare. You open the page and you read. Okay, let's see what you wrote, what it says. And above all, the smarter they are, the more things they write that actually contradict what it says. <laughs> they write what they understood. Because they, you know, cause they didn't read it long enough to really uh, see what it says. They write it, oh, I got it. Because they, they're usually relying on something they got already in the past. That's what they're doing. So they actually distort what it says. And it's quite humbling. I've seen this in a room with people, pretty smart people. And they're very, very, you know, very uh, humiliated because others read it. We have others read it, like, you know. And they say, say, one second, I wrote that. And then they first try to force it and say, no, that's what he really means. But they, it becomes obvious. It doesn't really mean it. You just didn't read it properly. Okay. So then, really, they have to acknowledge that I'm smarter than the author. Why do I have to write what he's writing? I'm writing what I'm writing. So then, then the whole exercise has been defeated. You see what I'm saying? That's what happened. When you come to discover that it has a lot to do with your ego and overconfidence, it has nothing to do with intelligence. It has to do with your bittle. The humility of being able to, like Hillel. Why was Hillel the Psak like Hillel? Because he preceded Shammai's words before his own. What does that mean? They simply said Shammai before his own. It meant that he respected Shammai's ideas that were contradictory to his own and repeated them word for word before he presented his own ideas. <coughs> you know, when you learn, it's an interesting Gemara, right? What, what, what's, what's the accomplishment to repeat someone before me? So he's respectful. He had the humility to present Shammai's case first and not in a weak way. You know, sometimes you present the other guy's case and you build into it all kinds of uh, things. And I have to say is far greater than that. That's not what he did. He presented Shammai's case as good as Shammai would present it. And then he came to his own. That requires more than just intelligence. That's, that's integrity. And integrity is, a whole, is, is ga- the name of the game when it comes to the real understanding of something. It's not about you. But we are ego people. That's the fact. And our minds are part of our egos. I mean, what I just said right now is uh, enlightening, right? Because you don't ever think of it. It's counterintuitive to think of memory in terms of bittle. You think of memory as in terms of intellect, of brain power, right? You'll always see brain power. Let's build your brain power. It's not brain power. It's the opposite. And that's what builds your brain power. So the ability to process has to be shut down as much as possible to absorb. And the second time around, by the way, everyone does it, it goes up from 40% to 60%. Because they right away, the whole their attitude is different. They're not reading it now with patience, a little more humility. The overconfidence is gone. That's what changes. Now, to get from 60 to higher, that takes a little more, you know, you need to really want to do it. But you, you can train people. This is not something you can't train people. I'm not saying, obviously, some, not everyone's going to have the ability to listen to five hours of Fabrengen and repeat it. But, uh, but you can definitely train people to get a lot better than they are. And it, it, it's in everything. It's not just related to learning. It's related to relationships. When you hear people speak to you, do you really hear them? Or you, how much do you hear, really? And how much is through your filter? And if they say something you really don't like, how much of it do you block out before they even, it doesn't even enter your brain? Which means how you give advice, how you communicate. Now, some people are forgiving, and then some people overlook it, you know, in relation, let's say, in marriage. You know, women will say men just don't get it, and that's it. And they, you know, and they, they just focus on whatever they think is their priorities. And men think men think women don't get it, whatever it is. You know, there's a lot. This is a critical element in relationships and everything. Obviously, in Avodah for sure. I say it always. Why do I say it when we learn? Not because I'm saying it because I because you, you you are all have the bad habits that I also had once. I probably still have elements of it. I try not to, you know. For me, it comes down to if, if, if I apply myself, I can do it. Apply myself is not always what I want to do. Like sometimes I, sometimes someone says something to me and I, they say so. And I honestly didn't, like I was daydreaming. 
So I, you know, I play the, I, I, you know, like, uh, cutely I say, can you rephrase what you said? You know, they say, oh, you didn't really hear it, did you? You know, rephrasing is just a way of like saying I didn't. I was like sleeping. And they say you, I, I heard you. You heard you were able to repeat five hours of the Rebbe's Fabrengas. You can't repeat five words, you know, five minutes of mine. So I, so I don't want to be, break on them that I, that I don't see any history unfolding in what they're saying. So I didn't apply myself that way. You know, it's great. Listen, I, I must. I mean, I don't feel arrogant about it. I feel, I feel very empowered that I'm able to turn it on when I have to, and I do. You know, I remember uh, uh, Eli, my father passed away, so Eli Wiesel came to the funeral. So though we didn't do any hespadin, but he was there, so I asked him to say a few words. So, you know, no one recorded it or anything. Uh, so, and we wanted to publish what he wrote. And we were all excited. We were uh, sitting with Kriya and everything. And afterwards, I was able to repeat it word for word because I uh, turned it on. And uh, afterwards, I was able to... And I remember, he said, how do you know what I said? There was no recording. I was able to do it, but that's kind of that. But that, he, what he said was easy, because what did he say? Right? He didn't say any uh, depth, uh, profound things. I mean, we had the different chayzim were different. Some people, some they were very different. Rabbi Yale, actually, his real strength is understanding the Rebbe. He knew the Rebbe's style very well, which sometimes, as he told me, worked against him, because sometimes he would think the Rebbe was saying something that he already said, so he right away. And that ability to have like the like a youthful type of like I had a clean slate. I didn't know the Rebbe's ideas yet, so I just heard them face value, which was helpful because he heard them already with a colored lens. And we was, we would argue about these things. There were times that he didn't realize certain things the Rebbe said, not because of lack of because his mind was already shaped about that idea. It's very hard, very hard as you get older, when your mind is shaped to really it gets more difficult as you get older because your your hard drive is is no longer empty. Besides all the shtusim, but even your smart stuff, you already have your your perspective on things. It's hard to challenge that. The keys to the keys when a person's young. I would, if I had any say, I would institute this what I'm described now into every school and every class and every 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 everywhere. It would change completely how people learn, how people appreciate, how people challenge even. Because oddly, when you absorb well. Then when you process, you process far better than when you process while you're absorbing. Because if you absorb it, you know, okay, I read what it says, now I can really challenge it. Because now I know what he said, now I can bring my strengths and say, okay, I read something else that contradicts this. Most people will find a contradiction, you'll see it's not real contradiction, because they didn't really read it. <coughs> so they just make their own little contradiction. But when you read it, you really, when you absorb well, you then can process a hundred times better. Because you really heard the idea. It's like, if, you really, if I heard your argument that disagrees with me and I really heard it, I can give you a far better argument than if I didn't really hear it because then I'm not really responding to you. Then I'm just, you know, playing around. I mean, so it creates a far deeper... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm elaborating because this is literally what he's saying here. To get the Etzim Kavonus Harav. That's why it says forgetfulness. is from the Sitra Arach. For sure. I, I'm trying to think about that. Forgetfulness, shikha is the gematria of what? There's a gematria for shikha. What is shikha? 328? 328, 333. It's like shalak. There's some gematria of shikha. Yeah, absolutely. You see, there's total retention in Kedusha because there's no turbulence, there's no distractions, there's nothing that, that should. Why shouldn't you be receiving? Why shouldn't a keli completely receive the air and that enters in it? What's blocking it? 
It's only if the keli has something, some other agenda, like a, a yesh or have somewhere to go, you know. But a true keli is a complete receptacle for what's entering it. To be a keli like that for us is not easy. Children are, by the way, pure keli. Doesn't matter. It may be hard to get their attention, but when you do, they're dry sponge. That's why a child you can teach. A, try teaching a twenty-year-old ABC. Literally ABC. Who's going to have patience for this? Busy with all kinds of things. Almost impossible. I can't even imagine if we weren't taught alobase when we were at that age. It would be a, a, almost impossibility. I mean, some people pick up languages, but I'm talking about alobase, basic, basic ABC. Am I wrong? There's a whole thing that's like perfect. Children have those sponge-like minds that just absorb information that uh, that because they're in that they're not processing. They don't process. Well, Children don't know how to process. New for them. Everything is new for them. Huh? Everything is new. For them. Yeah, it's a clean. Yeah, it's exactly. It's a dry. But they have, and they have no ideas to to, to to start anything. It's not like oh, you said this, but yesterday you said that. You know, there's none of that. It's just whatever it is, it is. We have to defragment our hard drive. That's why by the Rebbe, that's why you surround the child with psukim. That's why the early years you want them to be a ktusha because what they absorb then is, is the foundation. Everything's shaped from then. You, you, you start contaminating a child's mind early on, it's like one of the worst things you could possibly do. Bad adults is also bad, but adults are already, you know, they're, they're, they're already contaminated, so to speak. But, um, but uh, a mind, a child's mind, is like really, think of it like, here God gives you a clean parchment, what are you going to do with it? That's the way it looks. That's where you have to look at it. What are you going to put on it? And whatever the child experiences or sees or reads or hears, and parents, every tantrum, every every. I'm not just talking about learning how you behave, your tantrums, your anger, your your personality. Yeah. For me, the more you learn it, the more you see it. I mean, to me, I'm always disturbed when someone yells at a child. I'm always disturbed by it, even if the child deserves it. Because always for me it's like uh, like okay so you introduce now a yell into the child's brain, you know. I understand discipline. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I, I I would trust far more children's ethics than adults, even though we're the ones that are disciplining. But that's another discussion. Okay, so here we go. That's the kibbutz. Fine. Since initially so the, so the more you want to go deeper, the more focus you need, the more concentration. And to put away, those words are the key. Bli hispashtus reichev asoga klal klal. Ramesh, you're going to remember those words. Just the kli has to be there. Right, exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Cleaning out the whole keli, that it should be, that's that's good, yeah. Where's that? Where was that? Yeah, Shatia bli hispashtus reichev yeah. yeah, very good. Right. Remains only the core Just remains a keli without any. Oh man, is this such a lesson in life? How many conversations do you see people have, and they don't have patience to hear the other person out, and they're right away, you know. I also have that. Sometimes in the passion of the moment, you can't let someone else finish the sentence. But um, it's definitely not, not. Besides respect, it's not the truly a good intelligent process. You have to be able to have that type of. That's why I don't like debates. 
debates to me are all about ego, winning entertainment, not about clarity. Okay. So when a person has this type of symptom and kivut, this concentration, then Alkane, and therefore Alkane, also the mashpia transmits them the depth and the internal, um, I guess, soul of the seichel. Now we're going the other way around. Remember before, he said three things he said before in Chitzenius HaSeichel. The Makabal is only hearing Chitzenius, not the real inner intention. The Mashpia is only conveying Chitzenius. When there's a question, the question is about Chitzenius, and the answer is also a superficial one. In other words, addressing the immediate issue. Not So here's what I'm saying. Now that the Makabal is in a state of kibbutz, concentration, and really this, really receiving the core, so the teacher, Mashpia, is Mashpia the Emek. And now, it goes back to what happens now when there's a question. He's contrasting it. And then now, when there's Makabal, the recipient asks him a question, because now, and all this is in the premise of the Inyan, the mashpia is not going to just give him an answer, whatever comes to him, you know, first glance type of uh, uh, prerequisite. What's the word for it? Precursor, not precursory, yes, ostensible. What do you say, Ashkov? Ostensible, right? Like, you know, a, uh, an immediate first glance type of response, but musculation, whatever comes to him. Rather, he will make an effort. To reveal and to bring out from the depths and the concealment of the source of seichel, to explain this, because we're no longer dealing with just a uh, what's the word when you say surface? Is it precurs- not precursory? Huh? Surface precursory? Cursory. Cursory is a word, right? A cursory response, a cursory uh, understanding. Because now he's going since the since the student is not really concentrating and really going into it, so the response is also going to be that way. This I can tell you many times with the Rebbe when we would ask a question, we sometimes got an answer that was like level one based on our type of question when we didn't give it when it was a shallow question, and then there were times that the Rebbe would really give a very fundamental answer when we really hit the point. That I remember vividly. I remember even once the Rebbe writing. It wasn't to me. Someone else asked the question. They ever wrote, how many minutes did you think about this question before you wrote it to me? Because he realized that you didn't like really think it through. You just, you know, it's like a quick contradiction. But you gave it a little more thought, and the answers would be very commensurate. Even even in Sony's. Yeah, there were time. Yeah, yeah. No, there were times that a question was asked more like a superficial question. The Rebbe gave a superficial that answer. Would, that would mean or sometimes he would say it superficially. He'd say, "How often did you? Th- how long did you think about it?" Huh? Talking about a chesonius question at this point, right? No, now he's talking about primis. Ah. Primis. When it's coming from primis, then the teacher will not just give you whatever comes to him first, like a quick answer. He will go and make an effort to get to the depth of the Ah, <laughs> the mitzvahs are all over the place. Okay, and this too. When the Mashpia does that, when he goes in depth, it also comes to him in a form of Meitzah. The Kol Emek Bob B'chinnis Meitzah Dafka. Because all depth, it's a rule, comes through a uh, Meitzah, through a, it's actually boundaries, or I would say concentrated boundaries, is the way I would define it. Because you want to get to depth, you have to dig in. To dig in requires a type of focus. If not, it's just scattered. It's like laser energy, basically. 
Laser energy is concentrated as opposed to scattered energy. Yeah, but I didn't want to use that because that means I made some. He's not trying to say anxiety it's here. No, but it's from the depths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but saying, but mitzvah sometimes could be also a negative way. You know, from my pain or my anxiety or from my anguish. Yeah, yeah, but also anguish. I mean, mitzvah sometimes yeah, yeah. is anguish. Like, uh, but here he's talking mitzvah. So here too comes from a mitzvah because all depth comes from mitzvah. That's what he's saying here. Like the depths of the springs, the inner, the internal springs of the earth, tipin that flow, not a, a a like a river, tipin tipin, drop by drop, they just come out drop by drop, but they come from the depths of the earth. So basically, where you dig deep, 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 and you find a well, so wells are not gushing wells, they are they dripping wells. Truth is, some springs are gushing, I guess, but they're not like rivers for sure. They're not like yeah, oceans and rivers. Yeah, it means, you haven't dug, the you haven't dug it into it yet. If you dug into it, it will come gushing out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's while it's still, still there. Inside, yeah. yeah, the imikamayim, as it's deep and deep and within. Okay. This is the level of Cyrus, by the way. Yeah. And this is the meaning that the words of the wise, the words of wise people, benachas nishmaim, are heard. With nachas, with uh, calm, pleasant. Would you say pleasant? Thoughtful. Not thoughtful. No, no. Nachas is more. But nachas means not nachas as nachas means peaceful, calm, uh, pleasant. Not not uh, aggressive, not loud, not benachas. Uh, Chacham speaks with uh, certain edelkeit, not hasty. Nachas is just slow. You don't mean slow. Nachas yeah. is uh, measured, Tiha. measured and balanced. Tiha. <laughs> <laughs> measured and balanced is also a good word. That's it. He says, He doesn't rush to say whatever came to him first in his mind. Kim Rather, on the contrary, Yaakiv. He restrains, mitzamtsamatsme, and controls, or or uh, withdraws or or restrains himself. Not to speak at first glance, but to draw out from the depths of the wisdom and from the inner dimension of the inyan. Really nice, uh, very beautiful piece here about how to think healthily, think healthy. Makabal and Mashpia are very similar processes. Between a mashpi and a makabel, you see the interface here at work. All this is interface because it's how they connect. Right. Oh, this is good. The Rebbe. I remember the few times we used to write to the Rebbe. We got it. The Rebbe would write back. You could see right away that he saw we got it, and he would answer completely differently. When you would get it, when you would go, you know, when you dug deep into something, you always got. Solid, solid responses, like real comprehensive 
very fundamental. So this is the Yichud Pnimi of Mashpia Makabal, of a, tra- a teacher and a transmitter and a recipient. Shababa Meitzer Bibchinus Nakudadafke, that comes Bameitzer, which means it comes in a very concentrated, focused way, in a Nakuda, in a, a germ, a point. Hein Bameshpia, both in the Mashpia, in the transmitter, and Hein Bamekabal. And in the and also in the and, and both in the transmitter and the recipient. And from this meitzer, from this concentration, this from this boundary, this measured, this uh, focused approach. Afterwards, he comes to merchav biyeser. Remember, I said, you, if you absorb well, you will process well. So now you come merchav biyeser to an increased expansiveness. Not just, in other words. The narrowness is actually bringing you to a far greater expansive place. Because through grasping the Tamsis Nakudasin, because he now got the the core central idea, he now afterwards can go and expand on the idea increasingly, and the depth and and, 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 and appreciate its depth increasingly. So he's talking here, based, you know, there's Erech, Rechev, and Emek. Right? So he's speaking here, Rechev and Emek. Expanding it, and Emek is in depth. And it all starts with an Akuda. But it's not an Akuda. It's a, it's a, remember, it's a germ. It's a seed. You got the seed. You got the core idea. Because you went, you focused in, this is the core idea. I'm going to give an example for this. The Ragged Shover, I don't know if you ever studied the Ragged Shover, the Rebbe brings them a lot. He's a real uh, unsung hero, so to speak. You know, one of these brilliant minds. He revolutionized the way you learn Torah, really. And the Rebbe obviously grasped on that and used him a lot. Because also, he, through even though Ragachava grew up in Chassidish, he came from Chabad home. But like he said, what should I do? The Ratzamachsadi gave me a blessing for Nigla, not for Chassidish. So his mind was basically Nigla. But his approach to Nigla is very Chassidish, as I'll explain in a moment. So one of the things that he does that really, you know, someone asked me to speak once about, and I said, it's not so much he's a gun and, uh, you know, he knew all the Gemaras and knew, uh, you know, Bucky, like no one. You know, literally, unbelievable. You tell him a Gemara, he'll tell you every similar. But what he really did, and he wrote it in very cryptic terms. You need to have Menachem Kasher, Mephanech Tvenes, you know, they have to decipher him essentially because it's all very brief I and I and I and he'll just bring a bunch of Gemaras compare them say three words and that's that but what he did what his brilliance was he was able to strip halachas laws from their application and get to the core uh, theory like what's the theory behind this halacha before any application the theories are completely divorced from the application and once you get to the theory, he was able to find similarities through the theory to halachas you would never in your life connect. It's tremendous. No, he was, you know, like, I'll, I'll give you an example. Yeah, yeah. He would get. He, I'll give you an example. There's a Shaila Shabbos, laws of Shabbos. If God forbid someone's machal Shabbos, is Shabbos over for him, or you have to continue keeping it? Or fasting? Huh? Oh, he ate in a fast day. Similar, yeah. So, what's the, what's the argument? What's the what's the issue here? So, there's a lot of different theories on the issue. He says it's the question of time. 
is Shabbos a one entity called 24 hour period called Shabbos and therefore if you puncture it it's gone it's Kedushas huh? yeah. or is time pieces is uh, particles so every moment is Mekudush Anu so the fact that the moment before your Mechal God forbid doesn't mean the next moment is, is not look at Tzvir Seymer for example Tzvir Seymer is a combination on one hand, it's one entity. On another hand, which is why if you miss a day, you can't put, make a ble- you can't make a blessing the next day. On the other hand, it, you do you can't you can, day thirty is not day twenty nine. But based on this concept of time, he applies it to all kinds of areas where he brings halachas that have nothing to do with Shabbos that deal with this issue: is time a, a body of time or is it a component? Just to give you an example. So what happens is that when you really get to the core of an idea, you, 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 besides you have a whole new appreciation, your core of idea allows you to expand it now into applications that are far, far outside of the original paradigm. So for example, this whole idea with time can now be applied to physics, for example. No learning Hilchus Shabbos about this would ever apply it to physics, because the halachic structure is limited from really going there. But when you strip it from that, you get to the core the real core essence of the idea, the ability then to, 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 to uh, let's put it this way, enclose it in different types of garments becomes endless. You can apply it to so many different areas in life. This is very, very chassidus. Because chassidus does is abstracts an idea into its pure form, and then you can apply it to many different situations in life. It has that ability to go there. I'm just giving an example of what he's saying. I'm not saying this is only, this is exclusively what he's saying here, but it's a good example, I think, for how once you have that metzah and concentration, you got to the core, the primis, then comes the merchav b'yeser and the emek ha'inyan b'yeser. Not exactly these words, but it's the same idea, that there's an expansiveness that comes as a result of that type of concentrated uh, idea. So if you really get it, you can... Let put it this way, people who really get ideas can find all kinds of metaphors that no one else would find. Why? Not because they're smart and they come up with a creative with metaphor, because they have the idea so clear that that they immediately can see it in all kinds of uh, so-called foreign uh, uh, foreign uh, metaphors. You know, I mean, you, know you read how Richard Feynman, physicist, brilliant in this. He gives such simple metaphors for the most complex quantum theories. Like he'll give metaphors from life, and you see right away the guy really gets it because his metaphors are so simple, deceptively simple. Because he got it, so he's able to find it in like in in, in simple daily mundane matters. He's a Jewish guy, Richard Feynman. He's not he's not alive. He's brilliant lecturers. You could find him online. He's very very good. When you you want to talk about a, a master teacher? Yeah, that's what you did. Huh? No, he he. When you studied quantum mechanics. Oh, yeah, he's one person I heard. No, I mean he he he's really, uh, I'm no master in quantum mechanics. I studied. I read it. Yeah, he's definitely good. Very very up there. There's others. There's those that there's a lot of those mystics. They're mystical ones that have found quantum mechanics and they balance and find it with mysticism. A lot of uh, you know the, the parallels. Yeah, but he's yeah he's he's very good. He's the one that said about the expanding universe. He used to believe in God until he came to realize there's so much waste of space. The universe is too large. There's no purpose in it. So I think that by, by him, the largeness of the universe, the vastness of the universe, well, actually exactly. made him stop the not questioning that there's a God. Why would God waste so much space? 
So we talked about this. The answer is actually in because the actual vastness of it that we don't understand is giving us a taste of God's vastness. That's what Chassidus would say. Like, you know, the Ein Sof of Elikus. But he didn't know Chassidus. A lot of these guys, I, no doubt if they really got Chassidus, they'd be on a different level. Science would be on a different level. I'm no doubt about it. Because they have minds. You could see the mind. Einstein. You start reading some stuff. It's, it's, it's literally, this is like mind-bending ideas. It's so sad that these Jews didn't have exposure to that. It would have been, oh man, that would be something. But we still can do it, I assume. Why not? There are billion minds today. It's just that nobody knows about this. This nobody even realizes the power of this. Ch- just challenging how you think and. The okay. The same level like these guys. Okay. Uh, listen, uh, I'm sure, yeah, there are. Of course, there are. I mean, there's every generation brilliant minds. Einstein was also the right time, the right place. If he'd lived today, I don't know if he'd come up with a theory of relativity. <laughs> there's always a, <laughs> there's always brilliant minds I'm not getting now into their ethic, ethics but minds yeah, I mean okay. oh, yeah. people give real thought you know they give real thought to a system and they can challenge the system and change its rules I mean it's, it's rare you don't have you, you have a handful but you have them that's the people we should be engaging what can I tell you we don't engage people like that then we're Mediocre. Pardon the insult. Did this whole thing about closing your mind off have to do with, like, at the same time that Gullus Mitzrayim has the same type of thing? He's in Kedusha, in Kedusha. It's Kedusha. This is Mitzrayim of Kedusha. Yeah, that's what he's getting to. But but in Kedusha. Mitzrayim of Kedusha, not Klippa. Yeah, but in a way, the same process happened here. In order to get to that level, we had to be through. This yeah, yeah, yeah. In a chanami. Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim, the klipa also in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, all the way down. This means that also the depth comes, also that depth that you reach in the nakuda in the first step, comes into a an expansion, an ex- a great expansion in your comprehension. What hanal? Which pedek hanal? Where's the pedek? Which pedek is he talking? Probably membeis. No, that's not on this. No, no, that's further. No, pedek hanal must be pedek membeis. Because that's what he brought before, right? Is that membeis? It says that in membeis. That's the last Patek I remember him mentioning. Hmm, interesting. It's like, a two, it's like two pages ago. Huh? Can it be just the previous Patek? Canal, Hanis Galil? No. Would they Patek HaKoyim? Patek Canal? No. First of all, it doesn't say this in the previous Patek. Could be Membez. It probably means Membez. It's just interesting. Hanal is going back literally to uh, okay. By the Rebbe Rashab, it's just yesterday. By us, it's like another world. Okay. For who Indian Mitzrayim? Mitzrayim. There we go. And this is the Indian of Yitzis Mitzrayim, leaving Mitzrayim. Shemina Meitzer Dafkin Nasachakacha Yitzim Mina Meitzer Bisrach Fus Gedele Biyeser. That from specifically, explicitly through the Meitzer, through this concentration, through this narrowness, afterwards comes the Yitzim Mina Meitzer. He leaves the. The, 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 this concentrated place, Bisrach was daily biyesed in a in a increasingly greater expansion. So it's like, you know, like as a matter of fact, we know that you know, like you make a dam, you concentrate the flow. Then afterwards, when it breaks through, it breaks through with far more force. Right.
Interessant. Ola Maila hu inyan vechachem bebina. What is this Lamaila? This answers a question I think you asked about where's the Bina and Chachma and so on. Lamaila, what is this Lamaila? This is the Ian of Chachem Bebina. That in Bina there's a level of Chachma. So there's an expression called Haven Bechachma, which is going to say in a minute that there's Bina within Chachma and there's Chachem Bebina. So he's introducing a new thing he hasn't said till now. Till now we speak in the Kudah Behechla, that we have the Nekudah of Chochmah is in the chamber called Bina. Open the door yet. Now he's saying, what is... Oh, it's open. Yeah. Chochmah Bina. No problem. Chochmah Bina. Yeah. That means the Nekudah is the bina. So chacham babina means that the nekuda primis in bina, which is already comprehension, receives from the inner nekuda of chachma, which is the resonance that he spoke about, which is the amik, the depth. Seemingly, he doesn't say that specifically, but I'm just combining this in the last chapter because that's where he said bina that in the nekuda. Remember in the tamsis in the summary you have now the 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 resonance. He didn't connect resonance. He just said here, Eimek. He here is talking about the depth of something. He didn't say the word that he mentioned before, the Nukudus HaChachma, that you know, the Hanochus Sichlis. Okay, we'll see. Maybe he's going to say it. V'yeshleim, Eshuzeyin, Haven B'Chachma. Hmm. So, Chacham B'Bina. Now he says, Yeshleim, this is Haven, Haven B'Chachma. Understand, with Bina, Chachma. The Bina within Chachma. This was the Chochmah within Bina, now it's the Bina within Chochmah. Shizel Kamal Derech Moshul, that's for like for an example, the Kudus Haskol, the Chochmah, that for example, this is like the Kudus Haskol, this is the point, the germ of the idea in Chochmah, Rakshu Pchinis Paprimi Shalom. Now he does say, except it's the Primi, it's the Primi in Chochmah. Like we said before, this is Hanochah Sichlis, the resonance that we discussed earlier. One second, one second, one second. One second. I'm trying to get this here. Fine. The Merchav of Bina is receiving from the Maitzer of Chachma. That's clear. That's also Chavim B'Chachma. Then Chuzas calls actually B'Chinsa Primi Shalom. Chavim B'Chachma. Chavim B'Chachma. This is Nachal Sikhlis. What does it have to do with Haven, with Bina? Let me read on. Let's see. Where's the Shom? Where's the Shom? I think he may be right. Perik Kanal may be the Perik. Uh, this previous Perik. That's why we spoke about the Santos. Yeah, right. But he didn't speak about Merchav and Emek. That's why I was wondering whether it's the previous Perik. Hmm. Okay. And his boy is definitely earlier, right? And his boy, his boy would be lost for later. And his boy is earlier. Hmm. Okay, let's read it and see where we can. Commission is by Leil Sham, like we learned earlier. There, she enze is samtus the chachma, she lemaila masechel. This hanocha, this resonance is not the samtus the the sense of the convict, the truthness, the truth that's sensed in chachma that's higher than sechel. Which is the level of Chachma Shabbat Chachma. I mean, what is Chachma Shabbat Chachma? The Samtus? The Samtus. So he's saying it's higher. Okay, okay we'll see. Okay. 
the, the resonance of seichel being seichel. That's the level of Abina in Chochmah. Not Chochmah. One sec. V'asichli sheben akudu b'chinus seid abba. V'anochi hu b'chinus aben. The seichel of the nakuda, which is the lowest level we said before, was seichel. That's your seid abba. And the anochi is the bina, is the haven ba'abba. Oh, so you remember before we didn't understand where this is something? I'm not already discussed it earlier. Oh, you did? Yeah, and it's, it's not consistent the with... The highest level, basically. It's not consistent with what it says here, what we discussed, but we'll break it down. Hold on, hold on. Is that Thompson? I don't know, what is that? <laughs> First we have to define here terms. Which is that? Is okay, I'm, I'm not concerned with Tehidabah right now. I'm concerned with the, the whole, uh, the Bina within Chochmah. Okay, let's let's continue reading because I, I don't want to say anything until uh, let's continue reading. There's something going on here. Habina is, is contributing back to Chokhmah. I'm not sure what it is. The levels that he's talking about. He's talking about which is the Isamtus is some other level that he's that he also shared earlier. Then we have what he says that is Bisyashrus. Interestingly. Before he said it's Bishashras, the Samtis. Even though it's higher, it's Bishashras. Before we thought it's lower, I remember. I also think it's lower, because we thought maybe it's referring to Shasik Rav. Okay. But you know what? Let's not draw conclusions. There's a lot of here. We'll process it all. We said we're going to absorb. Let's not process. Let's absorb what it says, and let's not try to ask questions. We have to absorb what he says, and then we'll try to maybe we'll make heads and tails. It's fine. I, I don't think we're going to figure it out by answering the parentheses. You have to read the whole thing. We want Amik Primis Akvana. We have now a test. test. Do tell us the words, uh, Vesha, what is it? I think you should try to learn about the parentheses and then see how the flow goes. It's all, the parentheses is, is very short. We just finished the parentheses. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. We, we need to apply these words now, my friends. Hello? You have to. It's Samson Bikavitz called Kech Hasagosh Shetiyek Blis Bashes Lechav Hasagah Klal Klal. Can we do that? No, I'm saying we have to do that now to appreciate this. We need to do exactly what he told us to the do. He gave us, he gave us the secret of how to understand. Okay, it's Samson. We have to Samson. Forget about other questions. Okay. Let's just read it and see what he says, and then we'll go back and, and answer the the Shilas. So so far, what he said like this. What was clear till the first half of the chapter, let me just go back to I have the flow, correct? We said like this, that there's chetzenius must be a makabel, yichud, that's on a, super, on, a, on a surface level, the questions are surface, the answers are surface, first glance, etc. Good. Then comes yichud pnimi. Now we're talking about a student who's applying himself to want to get, not just to understand what the teacher is saying, but to get to the depth and the core in, intent. There's the root of the issue. To do that, he needs a kivutz. He needs a tzimtzum. He needs a metzah. To concentrate. He can't just, just let it all, you know, all ideas flow. Very focused. As a result, the teacher also responds in that way. And gives him that focus, which also requires metzah. For the teacher to do that. The questions, therefore, are not answered quickly and superficially. They're answered with thought and patience. Teacher doesn't just give a quick answer, like he said, but Nachas Nishman, he thinks it through, he doesn't rush it, and so on. Good. This is the Yichud Pnimi of Mashpia Makabal, of the Nukuda. And when you have that, then comes, if you have that type of concentrated bond between teacher and student, then you come to a Merchav expansive state, 
That's Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. That's what he said. He said, Lamaila, this is Chochem Babina. I'm just reading again. I'm not explaining just what it just is. Let's get the steps clear here. Chochem Babina, Nakuda Primis de Bina, Shemakabel's Machinis Primis and Nakuda de Chochme. This line right here is not clear, really. What, what's Bina? What's Chochma? Which one is which? Is the Emek Primius is what? Seemingly is the Chochma. The Bina seemingly is the Merchav. That's what you would... But, so, but I'm not sure if that's the case, but let's just say what he's saying. So there's Lamaila's Chochma Bina. V'yesh Leimer. That that's Haven V'chochma. That means the Kudus HaSchol is actually B'chinus Primius Shalom. B'chinus Hanochus Sichlis. It seems like this Hanukha Sichlis is connected to the Eimek, the depth that we just talked about. That's what it appears, correct? Essentially, Bina and Chochma are joining, joining together, because that's the Mitzrayim, the two Mitzrayims, Mitzrayim Mi and Mitzrayim Yam. They're joining together. Ah, so then Chochma would be the Mashpia, Bina is the Makabal, okay? Meitzer Mi, Meitzer Yam joins with Meitzer Mi. The Meitzer of the Mashpia is Meitzer Yam. Mm-hmm. The Meitzer Mi is the is the Meitzer of the Makabel, and that they're joining. They both have gone through a Meitzer. Mm-hmm. So he's not talking now about expansion right now. He's talking about that union of of depth and concentration. Okay, that was my first. Uh, so that's Chacham Bebinak. See, I thought he was going to Israchvus Gelbis. He hasn't even gone to Israchvus. So that's the Chacham Bebinak. Could the primis the bina? Okay, then the could the primis the bina the makabel is receiving primis because the chacham because both of them are going to the concentrated core. Very good, that's good. Okay, so yeshleim that this is havan bechachma that the nakudis has called the chachma that we spoke about earlier, which is the inner dimension of its concentration. This is the level of that resonance. He said there was one line that he said last chapter. One second, one second. He said, like we learned before, that's not his samtus achachmah, which is higher than seichel. Because that's higher than seichel. Right now he's saying his samtus achachmah is higher than seichel. So it's chachmah shabachachmah. We're not talking a union. Ah, we're not talking about the union of mashpia and makabal, because you're talking, a person has a certain sense of truth, but he's not conveying it. Here we're talking about a mashpia and makabal that are communicating with each other, so the resonance is being conveyed. That's the distinction. Okay. The seichel of the Nakuda is Yisodah, because if you remember, he said the Nakuda has two parts. There's the understanding of it, but you don't have yet. That's Yisodah. And the Hanukha is the resonance, that's the Haven. So you have three things. You have Yisodah is the seichel and Chachma. One second. Haven B'Chachma is the resonance, because the resonance is being communicated between student and teacher. Why? I'm not sure why that's communicated, but that's what he says. And then there's Chochma Shabbat Chochma, that's Aisamtus, that's so called in the domain of the Mashpi himself without communicating with Bina. Sorry, Surah is the communication. he's saying, is, 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 uh, is the Chochma itself, the Seichel. Seichel? Seichel of the Nakud. He said before, there's a Hanukha, there's the resonance. It could resonate and you don't yet understand it. So there's a, the resonance is the, is the, is the Bina and your Surah is lower. It seems fakir, because why would the resonance be higher? Because it's higher. You no, saw the, it's, it's higher, but it's, it's higher than you saw Daba. But there's no, no, no Indian of understanding. In the the, the, there is seichel in it. There's a resonating intelligence. He said before, it's a form of seichel. He's ca- calling it now the bina within Chachma. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. But that's what he's saying. Okay. And you saw Daba's already. 
No, you saw the Abba is the Seichel. He says, Asichli Shebena Kudash. No, he doesn't say that. The resonance is also Nishpah. The heaven be Chachma and Bina is Mashpiyah Makabal. This is all within Chachma, by the way. Yeah, but in, in the Bina of Chachma. I don't know what you mean by that. The same process has to go within himself. The he shall mislabeshes bina. Let's continue. Let's see where he's going here. And this is mislabeshes. The hanochas sichlis and chokhme. The resonance and chokhme manifests in the inner dimension of bina. Shu'in v'chokhme bebina. That doesn't help Havona. Now, now the Havona. That's all. I understand. Of course, he's elaborating. Okay, I uh, let's just read again. Pashtus, I'll tell you what he's saying. But Pashtus, he's saying Chokhmah and Bina are Mashpiyah Makabel. We're talking now about the inner internal union that they have, which means there's a concentration of the, the the student is completely focused into the Rav. The Rav is completely focused into the core of the idea. This is the Rav. In this case, is Chokhmah Makabel is, is Bina. But now, more subtly. They're within each other now. They're uniting. So there's a yuchud here. They're coming together. When there's the bond, when the student is, is focusing completely to receive the, the Rav, he's saying that is Haven B'Chochmah. It's like the student is entering into the depth of the idea within the Chochmah. And that is the resonating element. That's what he's saying. And that in turn brings Chochmah into Bina. Chacham Bina, he says, is that the, the resonance, when it manifests in Bina into the student, that's Chacham Bina. That's what he just said here. Now, I know it's very it's abstract, but that's what he said. I don't want to go into Havana right now. I want to just try to read Pshat. But that's exactly what he just said. You can read it, you'll see. I'm just reading literally word for word. I'm not trying to apply anything. So, Mailahu in Chacham Bina. That's the unity. That's the bina that is essentially chokhmah on its own is beyond resonance. Even sesamtus, it's a type of truth of wisdom, a flash of an idea. Then comes a level where it resonates, and you sense the conviction. He says he's calling that the bina within chokhmah. In the depth, we're talking the depth now. The yichud pnimi. The depth. Why is it being within Chachmah? Within Chachmah itself is a Samtus. It's beyond even resonance. It's beyond relationship with something. Resonance is already something that's expressible to some subtly. And then there's Chachmah within Bina that that comes into Bina and that becomes comprehended. The depth comes comprehended. Essentially what we're trying to address here is the core of the idea and its expansion and its expression. So he begins with the core, and the core, they, they connect on a core level, Chachma Bina, in two ways. Bina within Chachma, Chachma within Bina, and then begins the expansion. I don't, I, I, this is technically what he's saying. But I have one of it, I want to reserve, after I read it, I have to read it a few times and see where he's going. That's what he's basically, if I could say, you know, the, I don't want to say the mathematics of it, but the, essentially the levels. Yeah. It's hard to say that the Zamsa's entire precedes because what precedes the Nachasichlis? He says that here. Samtus is always there. It's hard to perceive. It's hard to, be, to say that precedes the experience of, 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 of this Nachasichlis because 
we previously called in Samtus is Yashvis. That's what I asked before. Okay. That's why, so it's a question. I told you, I don't have it fully figured out. Let's just read what he's saying, and then we got to resolve uh, the, the loose strings. Yeah. Not sure what a samtus is. I was think, now I'm thinking a samtus is something else. I'm thinking a samtus is just, when you have a flash of an idea, it's like the, the elokus in it. Just, you know, that the fact that hulavadiv angelos, it just sense that he's God and there's nothing else. So it has nothing to do with seichel. It sounds to me it's almost not seichel, the, the samtus. It's ma. Almost complete ma. Resonance is already some type of, it's also not pure comprehension, but resonance, it resonates. You sense, sense its meaning, etc. I don't know. I don't want to jump. It's ridiculous to speculate. We've got to learn it first. I don't want, I don't want to speculate. Yeah, because he said that also earlier. If you look, yeah, he said. It's seichel, but it's still hanoche. Man, this dissecting of this. Zia, yeah, exactly. It's like via, which would mean it's not shasik rav of earlier. It's a tip that it's on a higher level. Maybe, maybe, or or it's like via. I think via is the right word because in Pedic, look to re- learn this properly, you have to go back to Pedic Membeis because he refers to it specifically. He keeps referring to it, so I'm sure between that and this, we'll figure it out. But let's 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 be patient. This is not doesn't have to be understood all of it. Right, exactly. Because there he says that that is higher, and then comes Hanochi, and then comes the Seichel. Yeah. Pegmem days is where he refers to Ria. I think that that's probably what Isamtus is. And for some reason, that Isamtus is just Yashpas, even though it's the highest level, because it's like you saw it yourself. Right. So, it, so in a strange way, Isamtus is, it starts with that, because it's just a cla- it's clarity. It's a clarity. It doesn't mean you understand it. It's like, it's like you can't deny it. You don't have to understand something you see, but Isamtus it is. It's a different meaning of Isamtus, because it's not Isamtus Sikhli, it's Isamtus and Emes. I, I think he even talks about it now, I remember, in chapter 42. Oh, hey, man, the Rebbe Rashab, what a surgeon. <laughs> this is like a... You need a scalpel. Well, just to keep ourselves grounded, Bina has to be the Makabal and Chokhmah is the Mashpia. That's for sure. It sounds to me that there's an element where the student's concentration, legally, I'm the student, you're the teacher. My concentration enters inside of you. You see my concentration, so you respond in turn. So when me, I ent- my presence enters into you and you see it, that's like the Havan Bechokhmah. That level. sounds like a resonance. Something it's connected for some reason with resonance. But isn't the level of purely the level of the Even though you say No, but then we're talking about Yichud. There's a Yichud now of and They're coming that, together. Isn't that when? when isn't that the, chokhmah, the, the, bina, the No, then, then he says, and that leads the bina going into chachma. Then leads chachma to go into bina, which seems to me. That now the teacher is giving him the core idea. So it's almost like the Bina and the Chachma is the bittle of the, the Kabul going into the Mashpia, and then comes the Mashpia's response as he transmits the idea in its core level. It sounds to me like that. But I don't want to jump and say that because it doesn't really spell it out that way. Let's read on. We have to read to the end of the chapter. There's no way. Because he's in the middle of the subject. We didn't finish it. I know, I know. The Kudabehe Chala. Okay. Also, I'm not even going back to. I'm going to find the sources for this chapter in the Alter Rebbe and the Tzemach Tzedek Mitla Rebbe 
I want to see how it says it there. This is not, this is no question, this is not just original stuff here. This is taken from the Alter Rebbe, but he's explaining it. I could see from the language. So it's probably the Mitla Rebbe, because Mitla, this is the Rebbe, Mitla Rebbe style, where he goes into abstractions and levels that are like how almost. Do you, how do you find it? Well, I th- here I would look right now in Imre Bina and the Pedic Mems and Nuns. Alex, so you know more or less. I, yeah, I've learned a few things in my life. No, I'm making it. I actually, yeah, yeah, I'm making my mechamis all over the place. I have, I have a whole uh, online. I make chapters for every chapter. You trace it by looking, for example, all the my modem are built on. Example, the sugis, this my modem right here, Yisrael Sabot Funa is Elishmais and Tereir. So you start with there. And you start looking over all the Maimorim that are based on Tereir and Tereis Chaim and Erat Tereir. That's a good place to begin. But you have to have patience. You have to go through the Mizad Hagos. You start seeing Aloshim from Al Arab and some Tzedek ask questions. This this sounds to me, Havim V'chach M'chachem Bin is a Sugya in, also in the Rebbe, Friedrich Rebbe talks about it. Yeah, but it I starts on the Mitla Rebbe. But the Mitla Rebbe is, is the one that dissects it very, very detailed. But Mitla Rebbe doesn't always, not always Anachama. Uh, because when you go from this to the Mitla Rebbe, it's like going from the frying pan into the fire. You know, which means it gets far, sometimes far more complicated. Because Mitla Rebbe, this is often far more grounded. But when you read the Mitla Rebbe, then you read this. It's like you ever see, you know, you, if you want to lift the 500 pounds, lift the 1,000 pounds. Then 500 pounds are easier to lift. So I look at the Mitla Rebbe and I get so confused that this becomes uh, clear. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happens often. Because <laughs> the Mitla Rebbe is a yam. See, the Mitla Rebbe is a yam. The, the Rebbe Rashab explains things. There's a line, explanation. Who did you say said this? Was he talking about the whole? The Rebbe Rashab. Yeah. He says his hair fell out from Imre the Rebbe Rashab, so... My hair did not fall out from Imre Bina. It fell out long before. Long before. You're ready. Actually, that's what happened when I was working the Sikhs. Yeah. I don't know if it came from that. My father had a head full of hair till the last day. So I don't know where it came from. It maybe skips a generation. Who cares? It doesn't matter. You say it's a yam, but it's a yam in the sense we're learning yam today. The, 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 the Mitla Rebbe is, is, is a trip, man, my friends. The Mitla Rebbe, I wouldn't even take on the Mitla Rebbe. It's just formidable. Impossible. The problem with the Mitla Rebbe is like this. The problem, my problem. It's such a yam, there's no end. Here, you could. I know that we'll figure this out. Because he, because here, he is, he's, he, he's referring to chapters. we got to just, this is a puzzle. We've got to put it together. The Mitla Rebbe, the problem is, when you learn it, Problem. It's a challenge. He goes, and suddenly goes another track, and you don't know you're on another track. And then suddenly you realize there's another, suddenly he says that there's a second track. Then you realize there's a third track. And it gets so complicated, you don't know where you are. Literally swimming in an ocean. So like at some point, there's no bearings, there's no coordinates. You're here, you're here. So the chsidus of it lifts you completely into elokus. I mean, it's as a, like that. But there's really no boundaries. It's bina, in the full sense, rechevus hanar. It's Bina in the full sense of the word. That's why you need the Alter Rebbe. You go back in the grounds and you realize, oh, that's what the Mitla Rebbe is elaborating on a paragraph from the Alter Rebbe. He could, he could elaborate a paragraph from the Alter Rebbe for 40 pages so without repeating himself. You see what that means? And, and, and the Alter Rebbe is an accord that you don't really get. The, the, this is overwhelming. 
The Tzemach Tzedek is the one that really grounds it much more because the Tzemach Tzedek will go back and and create some parameters. And then comes the Reb Marah. I mean, you have to really, each, each mimer is different. There's no rules. And he, the Nukud, the Nukhasichlis, now manifests in the inner dimension of Bina. And that's Chochem Bina. Okay, this finishes this topic and it is very cryptic, but needs but but we have to go back to Perik Membeis. I have the basics of it, but I don't have the Avona, and also some things need. Okay, and the main, the primary thing of this unity, the inner unity of Abba ve'Ima, Chochem Bina, who Shabini Gamkem Bchinis Hasogas Amuhus. Oh, poor man, he's going back to the beginning of the chapter. Now he's explaining Hasogas Amuhus. That also Bina should come to comprehension of the core. Mahus, the essence of it all. Yeah, but it's also coming to explain Yichud Pnimi of Ava. Yeah, becoming the beginning, the end of the beginning chapter. How do we have a taste of it? So he's saying now that this, because of the Yichud Pnimi, that when you have that type of bitl and inner and connection to the core idea, and you're concentrating, that's what he's saying. That allows you that Bina should start having appreciation of Chochme, and that you should have a Sogas Amuhus. So just like Chochme is Amuhus, you actually see the thing itself, like clarity. Also, Bina comes the Pnimis of Bina, not Chetzenis Bina. The Pnimis of Bina is a Sogas Amuhus. Oh boy, this just makes things even more. He said, now he's back to Ria. He took the Sogas Ria. God that's what you're coming to explain, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at the beginning of chapter Kuflamid Ches. Kuflamid Ches, he asked the question. Yeah, Kuflamid Ches, the explanation of Kuflamid Zayn. Kuflamid Ches, explain. How can we touch God? How can we really. Benachas, Benachas. You're rushing somewhere? He's standing too long on this one station, you know. This is just the beginning. I'm not going so fast away from this till I get this a little more. There's too many secrets here. Oh, lost. And it's like the hasaga that will be lost. Remember, you said before achshav today. We don't really have hasaga samos. This is a taste of comprehension as it'll be in the future. It'll be in the mahusa einsef, the core, not chetenius, not just the the. The surface level of Ainsaf, the core. And it'll be actually fully comprehensible. That's the that's the thing that's impossible to understand today. How do you you can understand the Mitsias of Ainsaf? You could understand the Mahus of Mitsi of of, of, of of this world. But to have a saga, a comprehension in something that is the Mahusa so far beyond us seems impossible. That will be in the future. Ayamashi's Bara the Kamon, pay the Kresh Look two seven two twenty seven later. Mm-hmm. So one second, one second, one second. So the ikrin yuchid pinimi is a bina will be asagas amuhus. In other words, not just the resonance of chokhmah, but actually asagas amuhus, which is, he says, the taste of the resonance. Hmm. Okay. We're going to have to use our little Chabad minds here to figure out the avon of it, but I think it's clear. It's basically chokhmah bina Chachma and Bina are imparting. See, chach, let's not go. Let's go back to the core of the idea here. Chachma is representing Ein Seif. 
Elokus. Right? It's representing outside of the structure. Bina is representing the structure. On external level, we talked about that's already a relationship with Midas, with inclinations, Chesed Gvurit, Nivdal Memer. That's outside. But what is going on internally in Chachma Bina, in the internal engine room there? So this, they have a profound relationship where the Bina, the the, the, the the comprehension of Bina, though it's not comprehension, is focusing to appreciate the core idea of Chachma. In turn, it receives the resonance of Chachma. And in turn, it gives Chachma an element, something to hold on to, handles. That's what we're talking about here. That's the key, what he's saying here. That's how we have to look at it. And then we have to figure out exactly how each level does that properly. So Bina... The Bina the, 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 is giving handles to Chachma, and Chachma is giving resonance and truth to Bina. That's what's going on. So Muhus is coming from Chachma, Hasag is coming from Bina. But they're joining, in the, they only join in the Pnimi. In Chitseni they don't join. And resonance is a, is a taste of it. The problem is... Well, what do you mean? Yeah, they end up being both muhus, but muhus is coming primarily from chachma. Bin is not a muhus thing. Bin is a saga thing. Hasag is outside of muhus, but chachma allows it in. And today, where we taste it today is in resonance. The problem I'm having, not problem, the challenge I'm having is understanding technically in our own minds where does chachma begin and where does bina begin? Like, where is it, how does it work exactly? You know, what's, let's give an example of a, a cognitive process. You know, it's nice to talk about it abstractly, but where's, how does it work? You have a flash of an idea, you develop the idea. Fine. There's an inner dimension to it all, which is the core wisdom of it, like the Ragachovra example. But how does the Bina Chachma work on that core level? That's the that's where the the challenge is to really understand. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll go there. I'll, I'll get back to it. I just, I'm just spelling it out. That's what we need to give thought to. How those two communicate in the subtle level of the core level, where they are... But I think the teacher-student example is, 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 is the key. You have to see how it works with the teachers. When a student actually is being mitzamtzim himself and focusing, concentrating, what is actually happening in the dynamic between him and the teacher when they're both concentrating on a, on a profound thing. Something's happening there. That's the key to... And Asoge. Excellent point. Excellent point. So you need to be ois, meaning you have to strip yourself of your personality to go there, right? But you also want it back in tasage. Yeah. So that's why being. That's why. In other words, if the if the if the teacher was alone in his room and he's focusing on the core idea, okay, that's hisamtus. That's chachma shabachachma. You want it to come into somewhere in a makabel. Remember, at the end of the day, it's an interface. It's true. It's not the level of going into midas which is really going outside of yourself. It's all within the intellect. But Bina here is serving as the first, uh, let's call it, experiment of Chachma outside of itself. That's really what we're talking about here. So Bina is ultimately, but Bina is stripping itself of its personality in order to go there. So that's where you have to really, we have to, like in a student and teacher, it's easier to understand, but how does it work in Chachma Bina? What happens exactly? Now, is, does this mean what he said before? Oh, this is maybe what he meant. Remember he said before, that if you, the Eitzah, what's the Eitzah to get the resonance once you're in the Seichel? You have to go back to Chachma. This moment. Strip yourself. And, and, and go back to Chachma and reconnect. Right. To the moment. Where yeah, to the moment, and let that permeate your Hasoga. That's probably what's going on here. Right. So in other words, Bina is your comprehension, fine. Now you have to go back from that comprehension back to the source. 
reconnect to that resonance. And now the resonance will come into the tamsis of the summation of Bina that already has that resonance. That's it. That key. Because he said that in the previous chapter. Bina I forgot about that point. Bina this. Bina right. So this is a real marriage between Bina and Chochma back and forth, back and forth. Chochma goes to Bina, Bina back to Chochma, and then, and then you have the tamsis that the summation of Bina has it. And there you have a taste of a Sargas Muhus, which will be in full glory, Lasid Love. Wow. The whole interface is working right here. Without even Chachmas Timah. What do you think about that? But it is. <laughs> okay. So now let's continue. So that's the Ikir. Okay. We can't say it. The Isamtus part seems to be referring to Perik Membe's a, a, a higher level of Chachmas that's on his own. That, that's clear. He's saying it. And that's a Sashmas of its own. It's not really... It's beyond. It's Very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's got lost. This is the the reason. The, the time itayre. Time means here the reasons. That was the The understanding of the reasons of the tayre that will be revealed in the future. She is that will be literally understood. And the muhus of we will actually comprehend muhus, which today is a contradiction. You comprehend it's not the core. Of godliness, because comprehension implies on your terms. See, it's both on our terms and God's terms. This is the perfect interface. And this is the revelation of the core pleasure, core ending that will be in the future through bina, bina. The revelation of atik in bina, not just in chachma. <laughs> However, his gal's atik babin is only a reflection. Oh, one second, one second. It's Will be the etzem enig v'yovidi de'asog gemuda de'habina. Not just chachma will sense that deeper essence. You know, today it's a sense, it's an intuition, it's an awe, it's a mystery. There will be like we comprehend things that we fully understand. That will be the full comprehension in those levels. That says by Lossi, just like by Mitzayim, it says it was the the, the, the that um, that he uh, yeah that he split the the sea was parted into twelve. So it says he will spread his arm, he will wave his arm, wave his arm over the river, the bina, not his bina, and wave over the bina. She has galus b'chinas Eden. She's a etzematani shuvipnimis chachma. The Nar is Bina. He'll wave his arm over the Bina and it will split. So, in other words, we'll reveal within it the Aden. The Aden, which is that's Matainig, that's in the Primis of Chachma. The Primis Abba Primis Atik. Because the inner dimension of Abba of Chachma is the inner dimension of Atik. His galus atik babinia. The year begins as soga, the abina, the primis binu, gam came primis atik. And it'll be a comprehension through bina. Yeah, it says it. Because the inner dimension of bina is also the inner dimension of atik. We'll discuss later. What's the difference then? Vachachme begins as Oh, here we go. Vachachne begins as ziyeh. Ubina begins as soga. Chachme atik is in the form of seeing. And in bina, it's in the form of comprehension. And then will be a combination of both. Remember, seeing has the power of seeing the real essence. Comprehension has the power that it's ours. In some way, you own it. It belongs to you. It's internalized. 
like you said, it's, it's uh, integrated. Shashvas. Resonance on its own is not a shashvas. Bina creates shashvas, yeah, creates internalization. Remember yeah. Remember. Yeah. About the santos. Yeah. The shashvas. I think he means the shashvas more. I have to go back to Pedic Mabez. I think he shashvas there, he means more that it's clear to you, clarity. That's okay. not like elusive. But it's not relevant here. Okay. No, no, it's relevant only in the sense because that is something clear is going to come into being a loss of love because you're going to have Riyah. It's the truth. I think there's Riyah, there's Asagas Amohus, then there's Itzias Amitzias. And that's the steps here. But well, let, let's see here. Vizel Shiyuraka Nofal Anar Veloisha Yachrim, I say. Ah, that's why it's only a waving over the river and not Yachrim. Like by the lotion by 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 Chris Yamsuf it says Yam Dik Yam Dik Siv by Vahim. How would you touch that in this context? Hechrim is more like a chedim. Uh Khadim is more like sealing. The Hainif is waving. Right? Hainif Yode. The Hechrim is sounds more like you know just wave, you're actually going in and parting the sea. I mean the word Hechrim comes from uh like Khadim. Or Hechrim definitely comes from the word it's also the same the same that's lost love Hechrim is another Lashen I think on Kriya one second Hechrim is on Kriya Samson not on lost love yeah that's what he's saying it's a different Tanakh, in Tanakh, yeah, 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 in the Novi. Uh means not just you wave, but sometimes like you actually literally like you strike it or move away the water. I think it means like to uh, separate or divide. I have to look it up. Why? Because Yachrim would imply it's almost by force. And Hainif is more of, I guess, because there'll be comprehension in the future and there'll be comprehension of the muhus. And above is the core of the kav. We learned before, primarily is the imminent kav. Now he's saying there's atzmus kav, and now he's saying there's which right there, like we learned before, chapter one thirty-seven, which manifests in the inner That means from the core of the kav, which is rooted in the chachma of the ten hidden spheres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the chokhmah is, is, is emanates from the core of the kav, as we said, all the way from the ten hidden spheres chokhmah. Shuhula haskel, what is that? Yeshlem akavana riyeh, shuzei yin haskolah delasid lovei yeshlem akavana shuzei lahaskel. Could say the kavana here is riyeh, shuzei yin haskolah delasid. That will be the comprehension delasid lovei. What's the chiddush here? Bemahusa kav. The ability to appreciate the core of the kav, and afterwards emanates level of bina. And that's to concentrate, to comprehend, and to meditate, and to contemplate on the core of the kav of this kav. No, no, no. This goes back to no. This is clear what he's saying before. This is this is clear. One second. Well, why is the vehenif? Why is the vehenif? 
it's only waving. It's like an Indian of Saga. Nothing be forced. That's what he means, yeah. Okay. So Let's read the kitchen. Let's read the kitchen. Stop saying What's Meitzer Yam and me? Meitzer Yam. Oh, Yam is Hesus. Ah. Yam is It's both there, it says, Vehichlim ala Yam. Here's Vehene Falanor. That's another word. Vehene Falanor is Bina and Yam is Chokhmah. So Hichim is both Yam, okay. Okay, kitsu be in mates of Yamami who in Yukut Pimid the Mashpia Makabal. Mates of Yamami is the unity of the inner unity of the Mashpia Makabal of the transmitter and the recipient. Kshimakabal the Kaikh Vikal Etsum Kovan Sadafsuzade Kivas leaves but Etsum Kudis clear Sagosa when the recipient takes and and, and Kalit. says the word Kalit now. Mm. Kalit is with a Kalit. Before he said Kalit was what was Kalit? Klita was Tfuna. Pina. Okay. When the Kalit, he retains the core kavana intention and of, of the teacher through concentrating and focus in the in the core of the comprehension. And the mashpia transmits them the core, the, the depth of the intelligence. When he has to answer him on his profound question, it's from the depths of this core of the root of the. The source of the intelligence. We call and all depth comes through a concentrated through a narrow focus. And this is the meaning of oh, here we go. The is to bring the draw to bring the core resonance. Yeah, like we said in bina. That should be received in the core, in the in the in the inner dimension of bina. The main primary union of the inner union of abavimu is the understanding of the actual essence of the of the of the entity. This will be the comprehension in the future. This is wave his arm over the river, the river of Bina, that the core kav, which is the emek, the depth, ah, the, the river on its own is just expanded ideas. When you split it, you're getting the core. That's from within, that's chokhmah. Let me see a second. Yeah, yeah, that's the word. Mm. You're getting the Aden, which is the Etzem, is coming now into Bina, to be comprehended in the level of the inner dimension of Bina. But not the outer dimension of Bina, because you still need existence to be in its structure. Okay, we stop here. We did chapter 139, page 268, through the top of 270.